Let me ask you, are you someone with hair? Well, if you answered yes to that question, do I have the product for you? Visit ModernMammals.com and use code MAYO for 10% off because the goal with Modern Mammals is to try and keep your hair and head natural. Since I've been using it, that's exactly what I've experienced. I very much prefer it. I don't know if I'm ever going to switch back. Probably not, to tell you the truth. And this means that it doesn't distort your pH balance and natural oils like shampoo would. Unlike shampoo, the products don't have a harsh detergent that suds up and dries out your head and hair. It's just lighter than traditional shampoo. And unlike conditioners, it doesn't leave hair limp and frizzy. Like, you don't want that Seinfeld in the shower like Rory McIlroy had it once too, where it's just like a, a mop on your head. You don't want that. And if you use modern mammals, that's not going to happen. It's designed to make your hair feel thicker. And my hair at the moment feels so thick, you can't even pull it out. Plus, the products are easy to rinse out, so there's no leftover residue to weigh hair down. So, Go to ModernMammals.com and use code MAYO for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code MAYO. Don't forget to use my promo code MAYO so they know I sent you. More details in the description. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings NFL free agency recap. We're only like technically four hours into day one, but we need to get the takes on the book before we do anything. So reminder to everyone out there, if you haven't done it yet and you're watching this before March Madness starts, there's the Mayo Madness free bracket. You can find the link in the description right now for every person that signs up. $1 will be donated to the Fantasy Cares organization. So it's a charity that buys gifts for kids. Uh, It takes you like 20 seconds to sign up for an account. I don't care if you fill out the bracket or not. That's irrelevant to me. I mean, you probably want to do it because there is $2,500 to first prize. There's three spots in the Scott Fishbowl, up for grabs, top five pays. The important part is that a dollar for every sign up is going to charity. So please take the 20 seconds out of your day. Go do that. Fantasy Cares is a tremendous charity. So we're glad to be partnering with them for that. Smash the like while you're here as well. And sub to Mayo Media Network. Leave me your favorite free agent signing down in the description and down in the comment section. Please give me what you think the Jets record is going to be for the upcoming season. Jeffrey, what do you think that the Jets record is going to be for the upcoming season? I'm I'm keeping it positive. All good things coming for the Jets. I don't want to insult anybody here, but uh, we'll just say ten and seven playoff spot. Um, maybe I'm playing it safe, but ten and seven going to the playoffs. I think their ceiling's higher than ten and seven, to be honest. But uh, yeah, ten and seven. Okay, so ten and seven for Jeff. I guess that we need a confirmation on what the record is going to be from one Mr. Tim Undercust. Tim Undercust. That's not my name. Is this a $25 discord that you have to pay to watch? Now this is working. I don't get it. That's something that someone had tweeted one of the jets players had tweeted and i was asked why this was going on well why was someone doing discord and why was aaron Rodgers over on uh 
McAfee doing stuff. And I was like, I don't care, man, whatever it takes. Man, that's quite the anecdote. I don't really have much of an anecdote. I wasn't trying to, to make it. When I logged on, Pat, he was just like giggling. And I, you weren't even here. So either when you left before we started. Well, you... I was actually continuing to laugh about Juju Smith-Schuster being signed by the Patriots oh. for $11 million. I have seen few wastes of cash uh, more extravagant in this in this uh, offseason than that. Until... And then, you know, it breaks my heart to say it for Jeffrey. But once Eckler leaves, you know that Kellen Moore is going to want his old RB back. Uh, and so you know that he's coming to the Chargers. You think uh, the Chargers would replace Eckler with 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 Ezekiel yes. Elliott? That's, yes, I do. That's really weird. Um, you're throwing stones at the Patriots. You're throwing stones at me. This I don't should want be to your happy at, no, moment. Why can't you just enjoy it? You didn't I, even give a record. I've decided to embody the spirit of my quarterback, which is to simply express various grievances that I have against people who have wronged me. Uh, and I didn't in, wrong you. No, you I'm supporting you. you. No, you're right. I hope you, this works out great. I believe I said I don't want it to happen for you. I, I don't want you to go after Dalton Schultz for a boatload of cash, and I don't want you to go after Zeke. I'm, I'm cheering against about me. You're right. It's about you. It's about you. It's your time. The Chargers are an irrelevant factor, um, especially with the, the Jets coming into the AFC. Um, you know, Jalen Ramsey going to Miami. This is this is a lot of fun. It is. Ex- I, Look, the, the Jets are in a great spot right now. What can I say? Things could blow up very quickly. I've been trying to tell people the last day or two, I can absolutely see how this completely doesn't work and it becomes a disaster in terms of how the media react and how the team reacts and that there's, you know, a jet's DNA that leads to bad things. And, you know, I can see how this doesn't work, but this is the best chance the jets have had to win a super bowl in a long time. they are 14 to one to win the super bowl right now, eight to one to win the conference. Let's, let's go, let's do this. Let's roll. This is a darn good. This is a darn good team. We, we, you were offended by Fort by me saying 14 and three is a coming. I was offended when you said 10 and seven is a coming. So get, tell me, let's go. What's well, the I mean, like, I need to see the schedule and see oh, what no, the no, fuck no. happened. Oh, was trying to screw it. You can't be offended at 14 and three and then tell I don't, me you need to see I don't the schedule. See, looking at just their opponents, I don't see three losses on the schedule. Looking at their opponents. But it's very possible that the way the league stacks back-to-backs or something uh, or tries to jam us into so many primetime games that we don't have enough rest or something that this happens. I, I, I think that's that's definitely possible. But look, I don't see a single loss on the schedule. So you're going to get your five, six primetime games and then your grievance is going to be how much the league hates you when you spot out all the spots that it screws you not up if, in. Right? Not if they're fair. I'm happy for you. I think Thank it's you. great for the Jets. I'm happy. For uh, I think it it's fun. Yeah, I think this is it. I, it's weird how the whole thing evolved and is still evolving. In, I loved that, in that many ways. today with McAfee. I loved it. That was great. He started at the beginning to express the various ways the Packers had justifiably wronged him. Uh, he was right. He, he's not done anything wrong in this. All he's done is play good football and play to MVP levels. And last year, took that team, which had very little talent outside of Alan Lazard, all the way (laughs) to the cusp of the playoffs with no talent at all. And all the Packers did was, uh, you know, the people there don't respect him in the front office. He 
you know, it's the longest tenured Packer of all time, as he said today, and he's earned the right to have a, a, a proper and appropriate send off. And so the Packers should not be holding this hostage long, looking for massive amounts back in part because they have zero leverage and in part because it wouldn't be the right thing to do. Like Rogers just decided he's leaving. He's decided who he's going to, uh, you know, they're going to get all that money off their cap. So uh, it, it was it was great to see him go through the discussion of who he does talk to, who he doesn't talk to, what that dark period did for him where he was 90% prepared to retire, and I guess this rejuvenated him. And so if that's the case... Doesn't that worry you a little? If that's the case, no, God bless those dark rooms or whatever. If it, it takes Rodgers from 90% likely to retire to take me to a Super Bowl championship, like, they're, they're, what a great invention. Uh, yeah, like, it, I'm feeling really upbeat. I was feeling nervous. 24 hours ago when after the news that Wingo had made uh, a lot of people shot back and said, this is not confirmed. This is not reported. Uh, Wingo knew what he was talking about. Obviously that essentially things are a done deal. It's just some stuff on the margins that needs to get hammered out. There's every reason to be excited, you know, and the odds boards reflect that, that uh, so-called great teams like Miami are well behind the jets on all the odds boards uh, as a San Diego, by the way, just want to note that, that you're all behind the jets uh you know. hold on first first of all san diego doesn't have a team two no one's saying that miami is great besides you and maybe your dad i had to spend my grandmother's birthday dinner listening to him go on about how great the ramsey signing was now that really helps the team it does. and uh well i mean i get yeah it doesn't hurt the team i'll give you that it doesn't hurt the team but like a lot's being made of that signing as if it's some great salvation. You, you just pointed to how good Alan Lazard was. He was pretty good. Uh, you know, Alan Ramsey under Vic Fangio is going to be. Oh, very Vic, Vic Fangio is the second coming of Christ. Apparently this is the way people talk. No, about but him. he's good. It's he was good so that... good that he couldn't hold his job in Denver and got relieved his duties there. They got a good line. Oh, I thought they got. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Just st- point blank stop on this just for a second because we went through this the last time that we spoke. Jeff wasn't here. Garyon was stepping in his spot. And you made the claim for another Denver head coach who was fucking terrible and got fired from his job. But now that he's back being an offensive coordinator, all of a sudden, Nate can't hack it. He's going to be a great OC again. Why well, can't from people who know, actually know DC what they're again? talking about, people who actually know what they're talking about, who've actually worked with Nate Hackett, I heard today what a fantastic coach Nate Hackett was. And that, that him from being Aaron Rodgers? Yes. And that Aaron said one of the reasons he chose to go to the Jets is because he has their, his favorite coach in the league as their OC. Uh, so, you know, you can smile at that all you want, but someone knows a heck of a lot more about football than you or I. I think they're coach. both. You're, I can, and I'm allowed to think that's a good signing for, for the for the Jets, and I'm allowed to think that Vic Fangio is a great addition for the Dolphins. No, no, I actually think Fangio will be fine, but he's not going to be the greatest defensive coordinator. For them, it's a big upgrade. And then to bring in a player like Ramsey, and they got David Long from the the Titans. Listen, if I had to pick who's going to be better, the Jets or the Dolphins today, I'm going to pick the Jets because much as I love, I don't want to say love, but I don't I don't think Tua is going to be healthy after 17 games. No. And that's and, a total and, and shame. It would be unfair that, that to expect him to be. Uh, so I think the Jets are better. But for you to just poo-poo what the Dolphins are are doing. I like the Mike White signing. Mike White is a really good quarterback. I like that with Mike White signing. That made a lot of sense. Mike White has to win football games. How, I think the Ramsey football, signing was, how many football eh. games has Mike White actually won? 
a handful. I don't know the exact number. Isn't it one? No, he also he won game. He won a game last year. He won at least one game the year before when he ripped apart uh, the Bengals. So that's at least two. I'm certain they're still calling Brady. They'll try at least two more times. Maybe. But, you know, I in some ways, I don't want to talk about the Dolphins. I want to talk about the Jets and how good the Jets are. You were, the like, one, you were the one who brought up the Dolphins firing shots at Fanny Pack Fangio. Well, not really. I was firing t- shots at Ramsey. It's like Ramsey is an over-the-hill cornerback who used to be elite, who's now good. Like, I, I guess that helped. Sure, you need it when you can't, got can't a- that AR. Same, can't just... that same logic be applied to Aaron Rodgers? Um, did Aaron Rodgers not? Did uh, Ramsey come off back-to-back NFL MVPs and play well last year uh, the way that Ramsey – no, I actually don't think it's comparable at all. It's apples to oranges. Not in the same stratosphere. I'm actually kind of insulted that you'd even make the comparison. Insulted now? I see that you're on a first name with Aaron these days. Yeah, although he's not even officially on the Jets yet. As he's speak. as officially on the Jets as he's going to be uh, for a while. Like, this is going to take some time. No, Neither side is in a rush to get this actually signed. So, whatever. I, it, it's, it's, as far as I'm concerned, as far as anybody's concerned, he's on the Jets. It's Both just sides are, are really desperate. Like the Packers, it's clear their intentions. They don't want him back. They want to move on. No, they don't want the right. burden of that contract. And the Jets and their owner from the moment the season mm-hmm. ended, you know, he he reeked of desperation. Oh, they deserve his, each other. They deserve, so, they deserve each other. Neither can take advantage of the other. I, I think, unfortunately, the reports of what the, the compensation probably will be didn't go over well in Green Bay over the last like week or so, Tim. And that has caused them maybe to put their feet and dig yeah, in and try to take him, try to take advantage of the Jets' desperation. And then Rogers. And I would argue, hold on. I would argue, as much as hearing what you heard today was good for your soul and your heart, I would argue Aaron now has kind of given the Packers some leverage because the Jets are at a fever pitch, their fan base for this thing to just be done and to happen. I don't agree. Uh, Jets fans, as far as they're concerned, think it is done now. Well, but but it's, no not, longer but it's wa- not done. Yeah, but it's but done you, for all intents and purposes. No, but you might have you you cost, you cost yourself um, a little not, edge in the negotiation. Not, I honestly think the negotiations are basically done, which is why people are freely talking about this, that there's just stuff on the margins that needs to get tidied up about how the restructured contract will look, stuff like that. I'm actually not too concerned. about. Or maybe it. like what happens if Rogers plays for more than a year. Sure. Stuff like that. Year, right. Like, well, that's fine. Let them talk that out. Because, hey, hey, put us keep that smile on your face, Tim. I think there's three freaking really good years left in that guy. I think there's two anyway. Uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, Rod, I mean, when Favre left the Packers, he had two really good years. In them. He had the year with the Jets where he was played well and got hurt. And then the one year in Minnesota where he was excellent. And then the next year in Minnesota, he fell apart. So, you know, I think he's probably got two good years in him if he wants to play. Um, I'm excited. This team is really good. It's got a lot of top tier talent. And uh, there's every reason to be excited. There, you know. I'll Have you Aaron bet the Rogers. Jets to win the Super Bowl? Are you just telling other people yes. to spend their money eleven? Yes. Mo- you bet it. Oh yeah, with friends already. I have multiple bets flying okay. around. Here's the thing that's important to understand: that the that the Jets aren't guaranteed to win anything. But I'll take Aaron Rodgers and make him no worse than a coin flip against anybody in any game uh, when he's playing his best. So oh, it's gonna, yeah, you're gonna wake up every Sunday like there'll I be no chance. matchup that scares you really. Yeah, as a no fan, one scares like, me. Yeah. 
No. Like there's quarterbacks who are every bit as good or even could be better on their best day. But if Rodgers is playing really well, he's as good as anybody. And so that makes me feel very hopeful and optimistic. It's a good Sunday morning foxhole. Yeah. Can you give me a ranking of all of the quarterbacks who are better than Aaron Rodgers in the AFC on their best day, please? Mahomes. Okay. Maybe Burrow. Maybe Burrow. Yeah, maybe Burrow. That's the list. I mean, you're talking about guys won two of the last three MVPs. You're the same guy who well said that Kirk Cousins was better than he was when was he was wrong. winning an MVP. Yeah, before he won two MVPs ago. I said I was wrong. I'm allowed wonder to why, be wrong. wonder why you're saying you're wrong now. Just like because this owl, was... this love for Alan Lazard all of a sudden. I are always you, liked Alan Lazard. Are you going to tell us that Mercedes degree. Lewis is a top five tight end? No, I think he's a good blocker. You, know, you could do worse. You need someone to help in pass protection. I don't care if he wants Mercedes Lewis, then let him have him. Who cares? Like, that's peanuts. Mr. Mr. Johnson has a lot of money. And it's not like this roster, which scored 15 points in the last three games combined to the NFL season, has a ton of pieces on the, the offensive line and tight end core that it couldn't possibly part with. So if you're He's telling me good. he wants them, then let him have him. Who cares? He's not going to be able to avoid when an assembled media gets together being asked about now being paid all this money by the heir to the big pharma, right? Like, McAfee's not going to bring that up, but but there's no way an assembled media um, w- will allow that to pass. I don't think initially the New York media will want to rock the boat. when they, If there are some struggles... I think that those questions get asked uh, when there's sniping. And, no, he'll uh, have to address that. He'll have to address it. It'd be like Rory going to live. Eh, like I, you, I you, think you, Rodgers it's is an elephant enough the... to bat that away. That's a no. That's, I don't care. Fastball. Oh, I'm pro Rodgers. Slow ball. I'm pro Rodgers. I'm pro the Jets. That doesn't bother me. But the um, back and forth of that between him and. And, and at a press conference, will entertain me. Yeah, Aaron Sharp, though, right? He would turn around and say, well, who do you make your money from? How do you make your money? What do you do? What, is, what does your owner do? You know, I'm not over here judging you. Like that, It's a great answer. Turn that right around. Go on offense. Don't let these people push you around. One of the great things I like about Rogers is that he speaks his mind. Uh, and then he cuts through the BS. Like, there's something, I mean, this is what great Jets quarterbacks in the past, like Joe Namath, have done. Uh, every and he said that or they said that he can have Joe's number if he wants it. And he would he was very gracious that they wouldn't answer that question. But the idea of somebody once again wearing number 12 and green and white in New York, where we have Aaron Rodgers being the Jets quarterback, puts them as the number one sports team in New York talk wise. It no, takes it them even above the New York Yankees, definitely no, above the Giants. No, it doesn't. 100%. If the, if the they Knicks, become make, the, biggest if the, Knicks make the playoffs, the Knicks are a bigger story. For the two weeks, of the, uh, the three weeks, the Knicks are in the playoffs. But like yeah, the sure. biggest media story in New York sports by far is Aaron Rodgers, and he will feed them, and they will, and he will feed off that. Uh, so all systems go. Like the Jets are now the talk of the league, and will be with Rodgers for good or for ill. This is everything. This is everything. I'm very excited. This might not work out. This could be. This could blow up the way Jeff thought the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers would blow up. Uh, it could happen, but it could go the other way. They could win. You expect them to win. 
they can't is do he any, all in. They can't like do if any he's work. all in, then you could have your Buccaneer ending. And I assume he's not naive enough to think he can show up on July like twenty eighth. No, I don't think so either. But work. like he doesn't need to be there in March and April for OTAs either. I could, in fact, I don't no. Want but Brady got the boys together on a high school field. Yeah, like that's fine. After he was no, but I, I to, Brady didn't to know those on guys. board. We're going to bring on board a lot of Aaron's guys. Well, is Randall Cobb coming over as a part of this deal? I don't know, but sure, he'd be cheap. He's a you get to sign him for the league veteran minimum. Bring him on board if he demands. Get, if Odell I'm Woody, Beckham, bring him on if board. I, if I'm Woody, I'd make a deal. I'd say you, if you get get the gang together next month at a high school in Malibu, you can have the last guy in the receiver room. You can have the last guy in the tight end room, and you can have an O line of your choosing. You can't give him a running back because. Your last running back has to be. They don't need a running back. They have a running back. No, but your last guy on the depth chart at running back needs to play special teams. Yeah, that's right. Just be like an undrafted or sixth round pick. There's no ex. There's no friendship with that roster spot. I no, that's right. Like let Rogers have what he wants. Like who cares? This team offensively was extremely challenged last season, Uh, and despite that, in part because of injuries, but they still had the offensive uh, rookie of the year. But despite that, like they won seven games and they had a chance to make the playoffs well into December. You add Rodgers to the mix, seven wins should go. Last year's team goes from seven wins to 13 or 14 wins. So, you know, I'm super excited. Uh, You know, I think they'll be favored in every single game they play this year that isn't at Orchard Park and isn't at Arrowhead. I think they'll be favored in every single game other than maybe those two. So how are you going to do the Sunday night show week one when you're playing? I will be bouncing, be bouncing. <laughs> Listen, I, I said many times, but this show is going to be at, is always at its best when one of us thinks we're going to the Super Bowl. Well, I'll think it. I'm quite. I mean, the books are pretty clear. The Jets are going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> short of something disastrous. I mean, they're not injuries. even. The, hold, hold on, hold on a second. They're not even the I'll favorite take in our division. I'll take our chance. Well, first, Tampa won that Super Bowl without even winning their division. You don't need to win your division to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, it'd be nice to have a home game, but like as we saw last year, what does it matter if the game's in Orchard Park if that team doesn't bother to show up to a playoff game? Uh, you know, like I'll play the Bills anywhere. A soft pushover team like that with a worse quarterback and a worse receiver, I'll take them anywhere. Bring them on board. Do your best. Do your best. What if it's Jets Dolphins week one and Tua just puts them in the ground? How much are you going to cry? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to cry. It's the really, first you, game you've of the cried year. each of the last two years in week one. Well, if it's, if it's Jets Dolphins on Sunday night football, no one will see it happen. Uh, you know, because I'll be, well, I won't be watching the game with people. I'll be home by that point. So I, I won't cry. Maybe we'll fine. have to do a live watch along. Go ahead. Do a live uh, do a live watch along. I'm not scared. I don't think they would put Miami on the first Sunday night game because they haven't earned it. Uh, they're not nearly as interesting of a team. Sure. I mean, whatever. No, I think they're a really interesting team. Oh, yeah. The, who wants to watch Tyree Hill do nothing for no, three hours? Well, again, again, I'm not saying down you, could by debate, sauce. you could debate how good or bad they are. Okay. Like, you could have that debate. But I mean, in terms of, of um, intrigue, they are they remain. Okay, sure. A very intriguing team. But again, Aaron's here now. It almost seems like what could happen or what has happened in your division is what happened in the West last year that got all a lot of hype that didn't get yes. lived up to between Russ coming in and Devontae 
and you know the Chargers feeling like they were ready to to take a leap and welcome to the, I'm sure for anyone to beat Kansas City to be honest and I think I, we get a, I mean Cincinnati went in there and beat them and they just about beat them this year like the Chiefs aren't unde- unbeatable like no they're, they're, they're not awesome, but, but in they're not my opinion we didn't, they didn't play opinion, us last year you think Kelsey's going to do anything against Sauce good luck Put sauce you, and anybody shuts him down. Hold on. You think that sauce is going to go one-on-one with Travis Kelsey? Why not? He's a wide receiver and sauce is a better player. Put him on. I mean, but sauce doesn't get beat. Sauce is better than your best. Give him, give it to him. <laughs> go try to beat him. Go, go ahead and try lose the game that way. I just say all that. Cause in my opinion, last year's chiefs is the worst chiefs team in the last five years. And they still yeah. went to the Super Bowl. A lot of things had to bounce right that way for them, but you're right. They did win, and then then full kudos to them. Um, and I don't even say being the worst Chiefs team in the last five years is an insult. No, um, I'm not as – there's a lot of great teams in the AFC. It's not just the Chiefs you need to be worried about. You need to be equally worried about all kinds of teams. I'm worried more worried about Cincinnati than I am the Chiefs, actually. Cincinnati's probably a better t- team top to bottom. Uh, and they basically, over the last two years, split with each other. They lost both their safeties. There's a lot sure. of... Sure. I mean, every team's going to lose stuff. I mean, it's about how you rebound. But, you know, I like our chances. We're in every one of those games. We're a coin flip at worst in every one of those games when we're healthy, no matter where it is. So, bring it Chargers on. Have, the Chargers have chosen to not lose anybody yet, but they've also got about $140 million committed to four players. Yeah, when did you become year. the New Orleans Saints is my question. <laughs> Listen, this is the overall point. Anyone on the market, if you're out there, your team thinks you're you're you like your team doesn't want you because there's so much money. Teams can create money, they move around money. Any free agent that's young, oh, they must be really flawed. How really does it feel like, to be in a division now where the other three teams have quarterbacks who have each like six, seven playoff wins apiece, and your quarterback doesn't have any? Draft them. Yeah, fair enough. Like, what? Which order would? What? Herbert's not second in a hundred percent of rankings. Like, what are you talking of course, about? Of course he is, but I'm just saying, like Russ and I like Garoppolo, Jimmy G. I, like, I actually like the Jimmy G signing. A I lot think that's that. a good signing. That's a smart think... signing, and they can then take a quarterback at six or whatever as well. And uh, if if there's they one got they outs, like... they got outs after every year. That yeah, are it was like... a really smart signing for a team that could also make the playoffs. It definitely has the talent to do so. It's a smart signing because it gives them more flexibility, but let's not pretend like the Raiders are going to be better because they have Jimmy G than Derek Carr. They're like the same guy. Eh. No, overall, they can't be better because yeah. uh, to the naked eye, it just seems like it's an old Patriots assistant getting together Patriot former Patriot cronies. And now we're at the point where this we've seen enough of a sample size to say that ain't it, chief. Like that ain't it. I think There's a magic dust right. on this thing. That involves Brady and Belichick, and you, you, the Patriot way just doesn't work elsewhere. I've seen seven other assistants try it. Sorry, pal. Tim, you were pretty salty coming on here, taking shots at Jeff, some of the other signings. Sh- shouldn't you just be happy? Happy about what? People are making fun of and antagonizing and teasing me and my team for a long time. Because they're and terrible. I'm on well, top. We both I'm, said we were happy for you. The well, and I'm happy for happy you. For I'm, you. Happy, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm happy for you too, Jeff. I think you have a good team. Why? But I'm king of the castle right now, and I'm taking full <laughs> advantage of my position on top of the hill uh, to basically look down my nose at anyone who basically, unless you're a Chiefs fan or maybe an Eagles fan, you don't. I get to look down my nose at you and tell you, Head uh, straight up, my team has got a better chance to make the Super Bowl than you. 
I mean, that's not what the odds say. The odds think the Jets have the third best chance to make this the Super Bowl in the AFC, right? Or is it the fourth? Yeah. Chiefs, the Bills, AFC? Bengals. Yeah, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. I don't agree with the Bills one. I definitely agree with the Bengals one. I, I You have to agree with the Chiefs one, I suppose. But, like, I think it's very close between all three of those teams. I think the Bills are a bit of a cut below. But, I, I you know, in part because they they don't win big games. That's not in their DNA. They Year after year after year, they blow big games. So Bills got a big move about? coming. They got a big move coming here. They can't. I don't know. They actually made a There's signing. Just... Whether it's Derrick Henry or something, they got something big coming, I think. Uh, they made a they signing today to. that I really like, but we'll we'll probably get to that in a second. Oh, I like it, too. That's what the Chargers need. A speedy guy. That's the... I needed that guy. Sorry, I needed that guy. Or like him. Someone. But so did the Bills. So they went out and got him. But it, it's kind of hilarious that you say the Bills are soft. The Bills can't bit, win a big game. And the Jets are amazing because they have such history of winning those big games. They don't. But every, all things have been made new now. <laughs> this is a brand new era. This is year one AR. You know, the old years are, are, are BC before Aaron, BA. Now we're, B, now we're with Aaron. Would you draft a tight end at 13? They're not going to have I mean, the 13th pick. That's going to be the Packers pick. They will definitely have the 13th pick. There's, I don't think anybody disputes that at this point. Even the people who are talking about conference, I don't. I, I haven't heard anybody in the last week or two think but, it's anything other fair, than a second and then uh, a conditional, maybe another conditional second, depending on how the year goes. With, with how really put into a corner the Packers are here, as much as the Jets reek of desperation, by all accounts, if they do have to surrender a first-round pick, I saw someone, you know, almost describe that that would be a fleecing today for the Packers. Yeah, but the, pa- the Jets aren't negotiating with anybody. No one else is coming up behind them to take Aaron Rodgers, so you don't have to give him a first. Uh, first off the table, sec- I think it's going to be a second and a conditional second. It's hard to imagine a world in which it's any more than that. Elijah Moore is going to be in that deal too. Maybe he might be, and, I'll, and it will suck to lose Elijah Moore. But maybe you know, that's the. A- if that's the cost of doing business, then that's the cost of doing business. You know, it's not like the Packers don't deserve somebody back. Uh, it, you know, the worst people in your fantasy football league are the people who try to trade for everything and offer nothing in return, who think that the only purpose of a trade is to make me better and you worse. Uh, those are bad people to trade with long term because, like, that's not the way the world works. Make trades with people who where you can improve your team and they can improve their team, too, in a way that they see uh, as a genuine improvement. So you Packers know, have- held on to him. Packers held on to him too long. They lost the rust deal. They probably feel mm-hmm. it like those guys who held on to their top they, shots. They did wait a year too long, but you know, they had to see what they had. I guess they, they, they played it out. It is what it is. They have the 13th pick, but they take a tight end. I don't know if there's any tight ends quite good enough to use the 13th pick. Aren't there like four, four first round oh tight ends? Use the 13th overall pick. Yeah, on? there like, is. They're the one yours from Notre Dame, Kincaid from Utah. 13. Listen. No, I honestly, what I'm I at 21. Pass, pass I'm rusher. at 21, and I want one so bad. I need so a, bad. I need a pass rusher. Maybe an offensive lineman again, but I want a pass rusher if I, if I had my druthers. The Chargers went from 40 to one to seven to one to draft that running back that everyone likes. Ugh. The great thing is Robinson? that I want yeah, all that, these quarterbacks to go. I mean, the, the 13th pick becomes like the seventh pick if all these quarterbacks go, right? Because uh, we're, we're never taking a quarterback. So let them all go. And we'll, we'll get one of the really, really good players sitting there. Um, we've had bad experience drafting tight ends. I mean, I'm, I'm scarred by that. And like Kyle Pitts was the fourth overall pick. He clearly wasn't worth the pick that high. 
Uh, I, I hate to draft a tight end that high unless it's a sure thing. And I don't know that any of these people are. Sure I just don't want you to take my guy. Okay. Well, like you should have been worse than had a worse and had a better pick. And I don't know what else to tell you. you know? Not really, but I get it. Hey, we're the team that gets the, the advantage of the Dolphins forfeiting a pick. We move up from. Uh, True. We move up a, a pick. It is. It is that. great that the Dolphins don't have a pick. That does make me really happy. Um. And I did look on the schedule, and we have the Chargers on the schedule. Uh, and that would be a great primetime game, too, at some point. That's like an ESPN game. J- Jets-Chargers has Monday Night Football at some point written all over it. Thursday night, There's maybe, a- too. Or that Friday, Black Friday game. No, Pat, they, they wouldn't make you travel cross-country for a Thursday unless you were coming off They did bye. to us. They made us go all the way to Indianapolis for a Thursday night game a couple all years ago. All the way to Indianapolis? Yeah, but I mean, if we're playing on the, if you were playing already on the East Coast, Jeff, you might just be able to stay there. Um, you know? No, you don't play on the road before you play Thursday night. That's a league rule. Okay. Also, Pat, I don't know if you're aware of this. There are four teams that the league can mandatory force to do hard knocks based Gets on one the of them. rules. If you didn't make the playoffs the year before, if you don't have a rookie coach, mm-hmm. um, the Jets fall into the category. I don't even remember who the other teams are. I don't think it matters. The league will 100% be forcing the Jets into hard knocks. So I think that's fun. right. But if, but if Aaron doesn't want to participate, like I would support the Jets doing everything they can to keep him out of there. No, they don't have a choice. I just told you. They no, no, the team will participate, choice. but they may find ways to keep Aaron away from media that he doesn't feel as sympathetic or friendly to him. I don't want him to feel beset by anything. I, I like that. I want, in, Hard Knocks is in interviews. I, I like that in your mind, you're a PR person for like a Latin American dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them away from those people who ask too many questions. Let's get rid of them. <laughs> it's like my leader is going to the United Nations and I'm doing everything I can to make sure that only friendly press speak to him. Uh, but no, look, I'm look. Green Bay hasn't treated Aaron very well the last couple of years. That's that's for sure. And I think New York's going to treat him the way he deserves to be treated. Uh, finally, he's going to get the respect that he he deserves. And we're gonna what we're gonna. They haven't treated him very well. And you got that. I mean, he didn't spend 25 minutes at the start of the interview today with McAfee going through the history of the last three years with Green Bay. If he didn't I'm have significant the grievances, the uh, problem is in Green Bay, 98 percent of the public or the media want to suck up to him and be his friend in New York. It's the complete opposite. It's like 98% want to get, get him and 2% want to be his friend. Again, I think that will only be the case if there are some struggles. Initially, I think there's going to be a lot of goodwill uh, until there's a, a reason for there not to be goodwill. And then wait, it's going to get ugly. Wait, what sort of costume do you think he wears to opening a training camp? <laughs> I don't know. Well, if it's based on anything like last year, he he dresses Nicolas Cage from Con Air. Maybe he'll dress as Nicolas Cage from National Treasure this time around. Or Face Off. He'll come with someone else's face on. <laughs> I don't think it'll be John Travolta's. What if the Jets lose week one and the Giants win week one? And then people are like, man, Danny Dimes is better than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think anybody's going to write that story. But, I mean, I'm not, I don't particularly like the Giants. But I think about- that they've done some smart things this offseason, including trading for Darren Waller. Jets Giants first Sunday night. Uh, yeah, maybe battle in New York. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's impossible. I still think the first Monday night that could be the Monday night. Yeah, 
I wouldn't say no to that either. I really think they're going to put us on Sunday Night Football to start. We haven't been on Sunday Night Football in like 13 years or something. <laughs> NBC is going to really want to have the Jets and going to want a good matchup. So, And Tim, you're not going to get flexed because NBC or Fox will want to protect you because you're so good and you have Aaron Rodgers. That's but true. You're, they're, but they're, you're going to have your you're locked in like four or five, maybe even six. Yeah, I, I would expect the Jets will be maxed out in primetime solo games. Um, I would expect us to play on Thanksgiving. Uh, I think there's, or that Friday game. I think that they want as many eyeballs on this Jets team as possible. It's a lot of fun. Big team in the biggest market with the biggest named star, the face of the NFL in a lot of ways. Looking forward to it. The, the Rodgers Mahomes face of the NFL. The Rodgers Mahomes game is probably going to be the like CBS. CBS's game of the year. Oh, totally. That'll be like week five, uh, and that will be uh, on CBS, and it'll get a Thanksgiving share. Yeah, and Fox will literally just have an Arizona-Seattle game mm-hmm. That's against it. it. That'll That's be one it. of those days where there's two games on at 5 o'clock, and one of them will be Jets-Chiefs. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to to watch to see how the season plays out for you. I really am. I, I am, I, too. I can't. I, I think it's this. better. I think it's better for this show if the Jets are amazing. Pat, there's no bad answer here. If they're amazing, it's fantastic. He's been talking about the Super Bowl. If it goes horribly, the show is going to be fantastic. If they end up having a roller coaster, sort of like the Chargers did last year, at least for me, it felt like an insane roller coaster to still be in the playoffs where you know bad things happen eventually. It'll be fantastic. I don't even know a scenario when you build yourself to go to the Super Bowl in March. There's no like ending that isn't going to be great for the show, because if it does happen, that will be fun and fantastic. But anything other than that will be seen as a big disappointment and Tim will be broken. Anything short of a Super Bowl appearance will be an, will be uh, an under uh, under appreciate will be it, underperforming year. I expect to be in the Super Bowl. It's my year. It's my year. Literally, it's my year. I may only I may only get this one year, and it might not happen again for another fifteen years. But damn it all, it's my year. Get out of my way, and it's I I am taking this basketball to the hoop, and it's mine. Talk to Cam. He knows all the crusty off the beaten path like motels you could stay in Super Bowl week. This is it's funny. I was thinking about this, Jeff. We always talk about, you know, what would tickets cost in the Super Bowl X, Y, Z if we if your Chargers replacing this NFC team? Can you imagine the market for New York Jets in the Super Bowl? In I, Vegas. It would be one of in Vegas. It's got to be one of the three most expensive teams to go to the Super Bowl when you consider all the contact situation and fan base. Uh, it would be one of the three most expensive tickets would involve the Jets. Yeah, you'd probably be like begging Pat to call someone a DraftKings yeah. or something. That, that is like, the only way you're getting tickets to that Because game. Vegas... You're, che- you're far too cheap to buy them on your own, yeah. so you need me to get you in. <laughs> and We super, could do like, it for was... the show. We could you could live stream me for the show oh, or yeah, something. No. You could like... Oh, yeah, so now we're already stitch. working on ways to get you inside the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I really want to go if the Jets are there. Maybe DraftKings will have a suite for you at one of the I don't fancy need, I don't, hotels. I don't need it. I, yeah, that'd be nice. You, know? <laughs> you can steal some soap. It's not stealing if it's yours. It's not stealing. Uh, it doesn't have to be super nice. 
Uh, you know, it could be next to the stadium for all I care. Super Bowl Sunday, I, I don't know what time this, the doors open to the stadium. I'm getting there as the second the doors open. I got to catch it all. I got to be there for every second. I'd love to be first in, last out uh, if the night goes my way. Uh, I've already been thinking about this over the last day or so. I was like, what would it be like to walk into Allegiant Stadium that day, knowing that like it's all on the line today? That this could be, you know, the 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 day of all days. Uh, that I may ne- that I don't know if I ever thought I was going to get this day, and I may never ever get it again. Uh, being able to attend that Super Bowl would be a dream. You're, you're just setting yourself up to be so disappointed. You're right. They might lose that game, and that might be a real disappointment. But no, I mean, or, just or like, they don't get there, and they're terrible. <laughs> wow. But I, you know what? I know how to handle that. Do you? You don't seem to handle it very well. Whenever I, they win a game, you then say, I can't see them losing another game. But this team is different. Like, I think we're more, like as good as anybody in any game and better than most in most. And the odds reflect that. We're already four, they haven't been in the playoffs in 11 years, and they're 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Well, the Dallas Cowboys are also 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Maybe people who bet on these teams are just morons. Yeah, but Dallas goes to the playoffs just about every single season. How many NFC Championships games have None. they been in since they won the Super Bowl in what, 95? I don't believe they've been in a single Zero. one since. Yeah, that's right. But they still made the playoffs a bunch. Uh, look, the odds are reflective of what they think is going to happen. Like, what is the Jets over under win total going to be? With a no, these odds are no, no. This market what? is not reflective of what they think is going to happen. What's the win it's, total number going to be? It's got to be like ten and a half no. or eleven. It's got to be ten and a half. No, if it, it, they're, to they're one. still behind. The Bills will probably be ten and a half. The Jets will be like nine and a half. You so. play the AFC West and the NFC East, right? And the AFC East. Who's, I mean, the Patriots look like they're shit. The Dolphins and Bills should be good enough to beat. I mean, they can play with anyone, Tim. Didn't the Patriots beat them twice last year? Yes. Yeah, one on a punt return and another because the referees were basically wearing blue and silver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really disappointing when it's the Week 17 game. The Patriots have nothing to play for. Jets need to win to get in, and the Patriots beat them on a return. It will be disappointing because I don't expect it to go down to Week 17 and need to get into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I by, by into the playoffs by, by Thanksgiving. By oh, yeah. I expect to be in by Thanksgiving. I expect a star by my team's name December 1st, and I will accept no substitutes. Jeff, See, this you... is what I mean, Pat. Like the roller coaster, even if they get to the postseason, he is setting himself up, the show up, the audience up for this is what this is best case scenario. Tim thinking he's going to the Super Bowl. I thought I was going to the Super Bowl last summer. It ended with me having a, a personal breakdown. The best case scenario for all of this is a 2-7 first round matchup Chargers at Jets. I just want in the tournament. I'm fine with that. There's one team that doesn't scare the Jets in the playoffs. It's the Chargers. That's he's I got no comeback. <laughs> yeah, but this is a new team, Jeff. You just heard I mean, the Jets don't win anything, but now it's a new team. So this is like maybe it's a new team for the Chargers. Maybe they'll get Darius Slay who's on the market now. Now, to be fair, both of those games were at Qualcomm. Uh, so maybe if it's 2-7 yeah, you're in right. New York. Kind of maybe on, on the note of the Chargers, but just the league, obviously, like it's polarizing the fantasy guy. But, um, you know, it seems like you can have Eckler, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook if you want to trade for them. I don't know what they're worth in any 
any trade. I don't want to trade Austin Eckler for some six round draft pick. I'd rather dare him to not show up the first day of camp. This is an important year for the Chargers. Mm. Make him play and or, or don't make him play, but you know, sort of use your leverage and say we're not gonna just give you away. On the Come- right team, somebody like Eckler or, or Henry would make sense, but it's gotta be the right team. The same way that San Francisco needed a running back, but it had to be the right running back to sort of propel the second half of their season. Uh and there's not many like there aren't many teams you can really think of for whom a really good running back. You mentioned Buffalo. That is actually a team for whom that would actually make a yeah, lot but of they sense. don't need an Eckler. They need a Henry. That's what I mean for Henry. Like the Henry would actually make some sense for them. He would provide them with something, or the Dolphins for that matter, would provide them with a pounding back that they so sorely need that they haven't had. But don't they just, if teams are looking at that and they could either trade for Derrick Henry, despite, despite I do not know what Derrick Henry would command in an open market. Not, in terms mu- of not trade. much. But at this point, don't you assign Zeke? Zeke's done though. I, I don't think Zeke's Zeke done, 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 done. No, no. As someone who owned him in fantasy last year but, but and watched that, him a, very closely, different I watched a lot of his fantasy. snaps. I watched just a lot of his snaps. Just because you drafted him in the second round. No, 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 mean... no. I'm saying because I drafted him, I watched him intensely. And what I saw from him was that he was done. Yeah, but now he's going to get a two point like four million dollar deal or something. No, I, I think he's. I honestly think he's dust. Uh, I'm not convinced that Henry is yet. Uh, like he's got one or two more years before he does that. And uh, if you're a team in the NFC, like who's got a chance to to do something, um, you know, he would make some sense. And I don't know, where's an NFC team that's competitive that needs a a running back. All the good NFC teams have running backs, though. It's weird. Yeah, like maybe Seattle. Seattle has Kenneth uh, Walker. Yeah, that's was true. The, yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're right. No, he wasn't, but you're right. Like the, yeah. it's funny because the, the optimal Tampa? team, maybe uh, the Tampa? optimal team for Austin Eckler is the team he's currently on. Yes. Yeah. And I would like to or the squeeze... Broncos. The Broncos could use. Yeah, the, I the would Broncos like... have Javante coming back, and they signed uh, P Ryan to fill in. I would like to squeeze that like one more, squeeze everything out of Eckler one more season, but I don't know if that's going to be possible. But I don't know why the Chargers would make him happy like in an important year for the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are much better off going out and signing Slay and Schultz instead of paying Eckler. I would agree with that. Yeah, Although we Darius, better not Darius pay Schultz. I don't want to say we better he not pay sign? Schultz. Yeah, with Philadelphia. Darius Slay signed with Philadelphia. I thought he got cut by Philadelphia. He got cut by Philadelphia. I thought he was signed by Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cut by I mean, Philadelphia. I was in such a reverie of Jeff's excitement that I saw that tweet as soon as he was staying in Philadelphia, and that was that. I'm sorry. So he's on the open market. It does seem like the Chargers do have interest in Schultz. Like what, what, do, you, wa- what do you want them to do, Jeff? Not sign, not overpay a tight end when there's a class that I love. And we didn't put ourselves in salary cap hell for next year to overpay a tight end. Like, I would be really upset with that. Not that I don't like Dalton Schultz, but there's no market for these guys. I'd rather Gasecki For the price. Yeah. Don't like Kellen Moore schemed him wide open. I bet the guy he scored a lot of first touchdowns for me. I don't not like Dalton Schultz. I think it's a lazy report. I think it's a lazy report. Oh, sorry. I take that back. I'm hopeful. It's just lazy reporting. What do I mean by that? 
that day one of free agency ends. Dalton Schultz, number one guy at his position, doesn't have a contract. Let's connect the dot with this team that has a need at the position and his former offensive coordinator. You know what team needs a running back in the NFC and has a chance is the Lions. They need another running back. Williams gone, but Williams is gone. Uh, these guys are all better than David Montgomery. They're not the same type of running back. As David exactly. Montgomery. I mean, but but Detroit has, I mean, he's never healthy, but DeAndre Swift is kind of like what Eckler does, and they just signed David Montgomery because they want to play like two or three backs at a time. The rumors I've heard for Eckler are Washington and Chicago. But Washington well, Chicago, is that guy yeah. shot. And, yeah, I uh, think we might be getting like Gibson back in a trade. That's, that's Cus guy, Gibson. I liked Gibson. He played well last year. I would play hardball with Eckler. I don't know. I don't know what the market is for any of these guys. But you'd want Eckler on the team, right? Just not at Yes, I I want Eckler on the team. He gives us the best chance for next year. Next year is an important year in a very competitive situation. Hmm. 120 to 1 for a Jets Lions Super Bowl. If you were to bet it right now, do it. Yeah. It's, I think there's real value in that. You think there's real value in that? I do. So Lions are really it, good, and the Jets are the fourth have the fourth shortest odds in the AFC. Sure, so they're fourth in their own conference. Yeah. Who's after now. the Jets, Tim? Uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, I, actually, I believe. Uh, sorry, I believe it's the Dolphins the, and Chargers. The Broncos. To one. I believe the Broncos are next. Yes. Broncos. Shut up. The yeah, Broncos, Broncos are ahead of the Dolphins and the Chargers yeah, and the Jags. They're the same. The Ravens, Broncos, Chargers, and Dolphins are all 25 to 1, and the Jags are 28. Well, I'm just looking at co- in the conference. Broncos and Chargers are plus 1,300. Ravens and Dolphins plus 1,400. Jags, 1,500. So let's comment on the Broncos here for a second. Um, I've, I've liked their moves. Yeah, they don't want Russell to throw a football. Yeah, and if he does, they want, they want him to be protected for three seconds so he can throw it 10 yards down the field. They want to run the ball. Yeah, Lions are fourth. What are the odds? Interestingly, what are the odds that Taysom Hill starts a game at QB for the Denver Broncos in the next four years? Ninety-eight percent. I don't know if he starts the game, but uh, he'll throw a pass. Oh no, no, throw a pass nine one hundred percent. But like ninety-eight percent, he starts a game, either a meaningless game or something. And I love him. I'd hate to have to play him. I mean it. Sean Payton would actually use that effectively. Um, I don't really, I, I love the guard. They signed powers from the, the Ravens. He's a, he's a beast. I think the one they got from San Francisco. Is so overrated. Oh, that, that's cuss guy. McGlinchey. Yeah, no 49er fans. They don't even like him. You know why? He's good though. He's maybe you know overrated, why? but he is good. Yeah. He's overrated. And 49er fans. They've always had a bad taste in their mouth for him because they took him the pick before Derwin. Well, I guess that means that people in the NFC are glad that they're not being headhunted every week. So that's good for uh, NFC teams. They didn't take Derwin. Any? I think the Chargers are Fox, by the way. The Chargers. I don't, I don't think that's true. But this year, yeah. Yeah, you're in the, you're in the race too, Jeff. Nope. You have a quarterback and a team that's who on any day can win that coin flip game with anybody. Okay. Obviously, it's a lie when I say I don't care. But I do not like just sit on a if like how Tim says, if he just ends up on a bench, he'll just be thinking about the Jets. If I end up just sitting on a bench with 15 minutes to to spare every other year of my life, I'd be thinking about the Chargers. Not anymore. Nope. 
Did you know that Friday <laughs> is the last day that you can vote in the Custy Awards, Jeff? I do now. That's all you got. Tim, are you still vote. feeling good about your chances? Sorry. I just turned my mic back on. I was having a bit of a cough. I do feel good about it. I mean, think of some of the fights that Jeff has picked over the last several months. And you tell me that he's not the uh, the most insane person, please. He he won this fight which... with Acho, though. He's 1-0. Oh. oh, is he? Yeah, no, I uh, Tim, you made it pretty easy. Last year, there was a bit of competition. It may have felt like uh, this year, you've really kind of blown past me. And you'll do it again next year because you'll be so mad insane about your trip to the super bowl well if the jets win i'm not on the ballot that's one of the stipulations if the jets win the super bowl i'm not eligible to be voted most insane next year it's sort of my additional gift i get for them winning the super bowl who, who made up this rule i did right now well i think it's a fair a real rule. rule sorry like you know i can still be on the ballot for all the other takes but most insane person i am ineligible to be elected if the jets win the super bowl well, that's not true because you you know how badly you're going to win in a landslide if the Jets do win the Super Bowl. What do you mean? I mean, I look, I couldn't care. If the Jets just, I don't care what happens. If the Jets win the Super Bowl and they're bad for another 15 years, I'll be okay with it. No one is okay with that, by the way. People say that all the time and then it happens. Look at I the, genuinely look, am because look my, at Patriots fans. They're greedy, look at selfish. Them. Look at them. You don't think I, Chiefs fans are going to be this exact same way in 10 years? I've wanted it my whole life and I never thought I'd get it. So if I get it and knowing that I would have got it through like the way the Rams did sort of renting it to get the Super Bowl, I won't ask for anything more. I will be content in my, in my, them winning the Super Bowl might be the worst thing for the show because I will have a very different, easygoing demeanor after a Super Bowl win. Do you believe him, Jeff? I like to think he's telling the truth. I believe it I changes what, a person. I know what he's talking about, but um, I don't know. I don't believe him. The Pat Mayo Experience is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is that all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. And it is super easy to use. You don't need to be a tech wizard in order to set up your own website to peddle your wares on the World Wide Web. Squarespace makes that so easy, thus cutting down on the expenses you'll need to pay someone else to do it. You can do it all yourself. You can set up email campaigns to engage with your audience with Squarespace email campaigns. Collect email subscribers on your site and build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. If you're in the content space and you have a lot of videos, you can host your entire video collection, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages and sell access to your videos with member access. But the best part about it all is the analytics feature. You can use those insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits come from, where sales are coming from, then you can analyze which of your channels are the most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords and most popular products and content. It makes it all easy, all in one spot for a very low cost. And it's something that you're gonna need to do if you wanna grow your business. So. 
Go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash mayo to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I got the numbers. Tons of you have done it, but not all of you. Yeah, so what you need to do right now, if you want to take charge of both your time and your meal prep, visit factormeals.com slash mayo50 and use code mayo50 to get 50% off right now. Because supporting the sponsors is in very much the same way supporting the Pat Mayo experience, which I very much encourage you to do. Eating better is just easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals, mainly because, well, yes, they are very tasty, but it's the time that they save you. Do you say you never have time to work out? Well, if you're someone that preps all your food at home, that means you need to drive to the store. You need to walk through it, make a list, get your groceries, bring them home, store them, unpack them, get the reusable bags out of the way. Then you actually have to make the meal. We're talking like two hours per meal on that. And listen, I love cooking things at home myself, but it takes an awful long time. Are you going to use an app to get takeout? Well, it's going to take you like 30 minutes to figure out which restaurant that you want anyway. Then you wait 45 minutes to get it, and it's probably like crap for you by the time it actually gets there. This is all time that you could have been like spending working out or doing work or just having some relaxation time because all of the meals with Factor are ready to go in just two minutes, and it goes with any sort of meal prep that you want to do. Do you want to do calorie smart? Do you want to do keto? I'm personally trying to bulk up right now, so I'm doing the protein plus to make sure that I hit my levels every single time. I go through, I pick what I want, it shows up. I never have to think about what I'm going to eat for three meals a day, four meals a day, whatever it might be, for like three weeks. It's fantastic. So I highly recommend that you head to factormeals.com slash mayo50 and use code mayo50 to get 50% off. That's code MAYO50 at factormeals.com slash MAYO50 to get 50% off. Well, did you happen? I, I, we were doing the Cut Sweat Live show on Friday when there was no golf to be watched, but we ended up going into the studio and doing a taste test and you were on the line, but we couldn't hear you. Did you watch any of that? Yeah. Tim just gorging his sandwich as he's complaining about it. Well, if anyone missed it, this is what happened. Chicken Big Mac, a poulet Big Mac. This one is yours. Okay. This one is mine. There we go. All right. Bon appetit, I suppose. I mean, you you said you were not going to have any like to come into it. Just tastes like a regular chicken sandwich, <laughs> which is good. I like chicken sandwiches. I like the chicken. honestly, what you taste is the Big Mac sauce for me. I taste the lettuce and the Big Mac sauce and the cheese. The chicken is like it's okay. It's okay. It's not great. I would rather a real Big Mac. People are saying that you look very happy for someone who is eating something you hate. Well, I won't go so far as to say I hate the sandwich, mm-hmm. but I don't love it. It's okay. Like, it's a, it's a perfectly passable grade. You love it enough to keep half of it on your face. Oh, dear. 
Can I have a serviette, please? There are none. Really? Usually they give all kinds of serviettes. They what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the chicken is, you don't, it's super thin, right? It is very thin. Like if you get a Mac, I, mean, I don't like Big Macs to begin with. Fair so. enough. If you if you get a Mac chicken, right, it's a little thicker of a patty. This one's a bit thinner. Like it's not a bad sandwich. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a great sandwich. What was that little shake you got going there? Is it giving you Parkinson's? <laughs> I'm trying to eat. Choke. Don't choke. Here, we can get you a... Uh, what do we got over here? You can, you can have one of these warm bushes that Paul had in the studio from before he could not drink them anymore. Or... Or... You can have... Oh, yeah, that's right! A whole 32-pack of DCs that... Thank you for uncursing the bills in the... Uh, first round of the How did that end up? Well, they won that game. I mean, they that did. Was the blood money. Oh God! <laughs> that was like the time you tried to uh, hit the top of my beer glass in Charlotte. I did hit the top of your beer glass in Charlotte. So, Paul, we were uh, on a golf trip about, I guess, thirteen years ago. Now we went to go see March Madness. We did in Charlotte, and Tim had never had anyone who like d- tipped the top of his beer before. So we're sitting in a restaurant. I do that to him. Which, if I did that to you, you had a bottle of beer, I hit the top of it, what would you automatically do? Knowing that all the beer is coming out of that bottle now. You you put your mouth around it to get all the beer. Tim just goes, holds it, lets it spill all over the floor. (laughs) I've never seen it done before. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jeff, that we can't hear you. I'm also not. We, we were not equipped for coming into the studio. <laughs> I'm also not convinced the Big Mac sauce works with chicken. I mean, I don't have any Big Mac sauce on mine or pickles because <laughs> I don't like any of that stuff. Okay, but like to have a Big Mac, those are sort of like. I think the sauce is a sine qua non. Otherwise, it's just a hamburger. Yeah, well, I didn't actually want the. I, like I said, I don't like Big Macs, mainly because of the Big Mac sauce. Tim, you were looking like a guy who. That's true. You are going to town on this sandwich. I have barely eaten today. <laughs> you can go to that Greek restaurant you like so it's much? A, it's a Friday during Lent, so I usually don't eat sun up to sundown. I usually wait till it's dark. I usually fast on Fridays during Lent. You're fucked. Anyhow, so I really haven't eaten much all day. Uh, I had some... Uh, Plain Greek yogurt with raspberries before the sun came up this morning. It's delicious. Are you the glove man? Yeah, are you? Are you glove guy? I don't think he's capable of, like, sewing his own leather into the gloves. I mean, he just needs someone to work him in. Stop that. So you would never get one of these again? I don't think I would purchase one of these, no. And it's not again because it's bad. It's not bad. It's like a 6 out of 10. 6.5 out of 10. It's just McDonald's has 
so many other good options. Uh, if I were in the mood for this type of sandwich, I'd just go for a Big Mac. Because I like the Big Mac sauce. I like beef better than chicken. Like, I think it goes better. But, again, it's not, it's not horrible, but it is kind of what I thought. It was unnecessary. It wasn't bad, though. But, now that you've had one, are you still going to be triggered that they exist? Well, I'm annoyed still. That but why? Are. You just said you never have to order one again. What does it matter to you? Like, are you, are you triggered that they have these fancy boxes that say Chicken Big Mac on them? I don't understand why the, the, they felt compelled to hype them up so much when I just... Because it's a new product. That's what people do with new products. Yeah, they don't need to advertise you the Big Mac. You know it exists. It just doesn't meet the moment, I think. The moment of what? Like all the advertisements, all the, the foo-foo-ra and the, the interest in it. And it just doesn't quite justify it. Like it's a, it's a C minus C, C plus sandwich. Um, yeah, it, was, it was okay. So you would rate it a 6 out of 10. I think I'd now, I asked you this the other day. Okay. That if something is at McDonald's and it's rated 6 out of 10, are you comparing it to anything at McDonald's, all fast food, or all food? All food. That doesn't make any sense. If this is a 6 out of 10 versus all food and you think it's terrible. I didn't say it was terrible. I said it was okay. It's good. It's a passing grade. Most food, by the way, is good. Eh. Most food gets a passing grade. But it doesn't because it's on a scale with, like, it's comparing food to food. Yes. So, like, something has to be at the bottom. Oh, yeah, like mushrooms. They could be at the bottom. Ooh. Pardon me, I've eaten too quickly. Are you going to live? I don't Not know. Not the tour. I don't know. <laughs> Is it going to be... Is that what they took you to get to the live tour, a fucking chicken Big Mac? <laughs> Phil got a billion dollars. You get a chicken Big Mac, pal. Not only that, but, you know, like Phil was proven right. Phil was offered them this idea of a billion dollar or this, that, or the other. He was tweeting about it this week. For some reason, Phil gets into people's mentions out of nowhere. Starts writing. Phil is like you. He's just Googling his name at home because he has nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't hear Jeff, but I'm sure Jeff does the same thing. Uh, definitely. But, you know, Phil should be practicing for Augusta. He should be practicing. What about for Tucson? Well, that's kind of a Oh, yeah. So someone in the comments just put this out. Oh, yes. You can have your Diet Coke and your new Batman Forever mug that was sent in by our viewers. Cody. Thank Thanks you. again, Cody. This means a lot to me. I mean that. I do like that the first one he sent shattered as he put it into the box. <laughs> Kill me, Timbers! <laughs> I got him good. Are you just reaching for another Diet Coke? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's life in the streets. This is supper. Two DCs and a chicken Big Mac. Are we recording this show? Of course. Oh, perfect. So, Tim, have you had a second chicken Big Mac? No, I have not. Really? How come? Because, like I told you, it was okay, but nothing to write home about and nothing that I would buy again. So, Jeff, to, to break it down, like this is a Bruder film here. People noticed a few things about this video. One, that when Tim, who had previously said that it is disrespectful to eat a hamburger with two hands, is eating one with two hands, turns his 
hamburger around 180 degrees after he takes a bite. It's really bizarre. Why is it disrespectful with the two hands again? That's what he said. I don't know if I said it was disrespectful. I said I don't do it as a rule. A Big Mac is different, and I think Jess will back me up. It's one of the messiest fast food burgers on earth because that lettuce flies everywhere. I don't know how to eat Big Macs. I wouldn't even know. Oh, you never eat them? Like you've never eaten them? No, it's not. um, I like my burgers kind of plain. So if how I would order a Big Mac would be It's just a bun and chup? And, and some cheese. It'd just be a weird. There's just not. It's not necessary. The it's way you wanted it at Harvey's that time, you berated that poor man because you couldn't be wear, bothered to wear a mask in the middle of a pandemic inside Harvey's. Right. Is that something that Jeff has in common with Aaron Rodgers? I'm not relitigating that. <laughs> I, I'm not relitigating that. <laughs> I mean, also, did anything I say not not true? I mean. Uh, also, on the second bite, when Tim is doing the taste test, if people go back and rewind a little bit and watch it, he says that it just tastes like Big Mac sauce, and that's all he can taste, when clearly the bite that he took is just bun and Big Mac sauce with no chicken on it. It's fantastic. A lot of stuff going on in this video. I have no recollection of that. I do know with a Big Mac, because it's so messy, you do keep, need to keep moving it, I suppose, because it like stuff is falling out of it. And sort of like when you eat an ice cream cone and you're trying to catch your drips, so you keep moving the ice cream cone, I think it's something similar going on there. I can see it with an ice cream cone. I don't think you need to do it with a Big Mac. Well, I, I don't know. It was all subconscious. I wasn't controlling it. But that makes it even crazier. And I don't Tim, think it's I, I can tell you McDonald's has not listened to you. Um, so I don't want to, like, hit a sensitive subject, but I got the fresh booklet of uh, seasonal coupons in the mail, and it's still referred to as the two can dine. I know. Somebody tweeted at me or a edited version of the coupons that just said Tim can dine. <laughs> uh, rather than two to, to allay my uh, my concerns. And yeah, I mean it is hurtful language to a lot of people who are ordering them and not and, and it's one person, not two. You mean uh, or snowflakes like you? Or it's, or it's three or four people sharing. No, it. I think people who are that hungry don't give a shit, and they're not. But offended. if it's a, it's, it's a, it's more than two people sharing it. You know, then you're sort of like judging them for. Oh well, you know, you know, you don't have enough to buy three or four of these. You only have enough to buy for two, even though there's more than you. Like there's something judgmental there too. So I, I just think you're on oh, on shaky ground. Break. Give me a break. <laughs> I think you're on shaky ground there when you call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're super concerned about it. You and your fragile ego. Well, first of all, ego isn't fragile. It sounds like it. You're complaining about two can dine because you want well, to eat both meals. I'm saying that is one way people can complain. But, you know, people also could complain in case like more than two people are sharing it. That's sort of a judgment. Have you never shared a plate with someone? I have. I'm not a big sharer, but I have shared in the past. See, I, I enjoy a nice share. Like, hey, I'll have some of yours. You have some of mine. Hey, this is a lot. Of I will share, share. But the thing is, I don't like germs. So I don't like sharing a lot. Like I will in some instances. But I didn't grow up in a household where there were like a lot of common bowls on the table that people scoop stuff out of. Uh, My wife, when we go out for dinner, it's like she's waiting for me to say what I'm going to order. So then she can then plan her whole thing, she plays which involves having some of what I'm going to have. But then, it, like, you know, most of the time she's also courteous. Like, maybe she'll get something that I'm going to want. But it's 
It's this whole like awkward dance that order, I forget is happening until it happens every want, time. Irrespective if the other person likes or doesn't like it. No, no, no. No, no. I agree. No, no, because no, Jeff is going to order what he wants to eat. But I, I see what I see what she's doing here because my wife does the same thing and I'll do it to her. Sometimes if she like if I hear her orders, I'm like, oh, I would really like that. I know I'm going to get like 20 percent of it that, you know, I'll start being courteous. Be like, hey, what's something that I would like? But she might also like we can like swap a little bit. Sure. I, I don't doubt that that is something that people do. I usually just look at the menu and think, what was it that I'd like to have to eat? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, but... you're a main character. We're not. <laughs> I'm not a main character. Oh, you are most definitely a main character. You I and Aaron Rodgers, the most main character people. Aaron Rodgers is not a main character. Really? You know, I go back and forth on this because you see people on the internet like Florio trolling Rodgers saying the media lives rent free in his head. But, you know, they're equally as obsessed with everything he does. Because um, he doesn't play their game. He doesn't no, give but them I what have... they want. Okay, you're right. He doesn't play their game. But at the same time, I do feel like he enjoys playing games with them. Oh, definitely. He likes to troll them. No doubt. Why didn't he mention that stuff earlier today about Schefter in the uh, the McAfee interview? Just because he could. And then Schefter played right back and sent a great tweet right back. And Schefter said, well, maybe I'll release the other things that he texted or whatever. Like, you know, they clearly deserve each other. Same way that CNN and Donald Trump deserve each other and love each other and need and feed off each other. Uh, you know, the media and Rogers do the same thing to each other. Like they need that type of toxicity to, to coexist. They, they like it. They enjoy that. I want to go back to McDonald's for a second, Jeff, because sure. we didn't get to talk about this with you either, but now the Twitter accounts of Wendy's and McDonald's yes. have taken shots at Tim and Tim. Yeah, no. Oh, and I totally forgot. Tim thought he was banned from McDonald's. We had spoken about this, and I'd mentioned how insane that was. Well, uh, you told me I was banned. For Tim to think some regional manager at the two locations that, you know, corner his McDonald's eating, give a shit or no, or, or like, I, I almost joked that it's, do he's due for another email, like the one Bronstender sent him re-Netflix. Yeah, but I'm on, the, I'm on, the, I'm on the, the look for those things. Can you tell the audience what you did to see if you were banned or not there were snowstorms no 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 it was snowing the saturday and the friday and so the friday i decided it was snowing so i don't drive in the snow <laughs> so <laughs> i walked uh it was only like a two it's only a couple like a kilometer so i walked up to the mcdonald's and made a purchase and then sent it to our friend saying ha ha not banned and they're like Oh yeah, but it takes a day for the ban to take effect, and like they can't get their stuff done that quickly. And I was like, "Damn it, you're and so snow." I honestly couldn't sleep that whole night thinking about it, thinking like, "What? I don't know what I would do if I was banned from McDonald's." Like, you're, I don't need to go there every day, and I don't, but like, I need to know it's there every day in case I want it. And uh, so then the next day it was also a bit icy, and I don't drive on icy roads, so I walked again to the top of the hill and uh, made another purchase, and then. Instead of like congratulating me, the people in the thread just took strips off me and I felt very humiliated. Okay. You give these fast food restaurants way too much credit. Like they have some secret surveillance or that they're James Dolan who's scanning people coming into the garden. What were didn't you do something recently where you thought the, the drive through you're I won't throw my or... ice out in the drive through because I'm afraid that I'll be caught for littering. Oh yeah, or something you'll get a ticket via via drive through. Yeah. Like, 
What sort of airport? Then an RCMP friend of ours. You think McDonald's is better air? You think McDonald's is better security than an airport? Essentially, they've got cameras everywhere. They're on the watch for people. Yeah, but that's just like for the break and enter or for the crime. I don't know. I don't know how everything works. I get nervous. I got afraid. Uh, I I just and that's just what happened. You realize your friends make you afraid because of how easy you get afraid well, over the see, dumbest things. I don't think that that's actually what they're trying to do. No, they know how easily and they know how gullible you are and how innocent it is. So they have no problem stirring you up over something that anyone with any common sense would know. Oh well, if they think they're getting they're getting me going. They're very mistaken. <laughs> what you, I can you just shake this McDonald's off twice in an ice storm. Whatever, you're like wearing your hood, you, but you probably walk into the McDonald's with your like hood covering your face. I Guaranteed. Actually, I actually went to the kiosk because <laughs> I was so concerned that maybe like they had the you know they, you know I was told like when if you're banned from the casino they have your picture up and they know exactly where you are. Oh yeah, so, like th- th- this was the thing, Jeff. So he thinks that McDonald's is going to ban him. Because we told him, yet he doesn't believe if you self-exclude or get banned from a casino that they'll be able to tell that you're there. See, this is, I was saying airport, but yeah, you think that McDonald's, where you're just trying to buy your two can dine for one, gives a crap about anything. Stop calling it that. No, but why do you, you have it in your head that there's this matching surveillance to a casino or inferior surveillance at a casino is so weird, Tim. I don't know how to explain it. I just know that I was very anxious and concerned <laughs> and needed to make sure that McDonald's wasn't out of my life. You're knew- gullible and you're fragile. Oh, no, I'm not fragile and I'm no more gullible than the next person. <laughs> Please. Like, have I been fooled before? Yeah, sure. Okay, it's happened. But like no more than anybody else. You're right. I don't walk around. A guy you people. know who's friends with you tells you, oh, shoot, you might be banned from McDonald's now for life. It wasn't just one. Then they all started. Isn't that a coincidence? No, I thought at that point, like they were being straight with me. You tried I can't pay. tell you tried when to people pay. are. I can't tell when people are being straight with me versus when people are joking with me sometimes. You try. You offered to pay our friend Tim Butts to get the McDonald's for you while you waited in the parking lot for the food, like it was a fucking crack deal. <laughs> yes, I said if if I can't go, I'll pay you to go for me. How I don't think that's do you weird. Think of his time that he would want to do that. Well, no, but if he is going sometime, he's getting free, he's getting free food out of it. He doesn't want to eat McDonald's all the time. He's on a diet. Yes. Just like someone who's been kicked out of a sports book needs someone else to make that that play for them. Yeah, there you go. How is it any different? No different at all. I get you, Tim. Man, come on. There was also this last thing we had a, a friend sent this to us, Jeff, and you know we're we're all a part of the sports media here on a very albeit lower level than a lot of people. But he said, "I'm listening to this March Madness episode and wondering." whether Cust is the only person in all of sports media whose value is tied specifically to his lack of expertise on things. I enjoyed the March Madness show. So did I. I thought it was great. Show. Um, but I watch it knowing, like, this is weird, like, watching Tim talk about things. Oh, look, but I laid my cards on the table before the episode began. I said I didn't know very much this year at all. 
uh, sorry, I just didn't. I just knew the slightest bit of stuff. I'm not a, I used to watch a lot more college basketball than I used to. I don't watch nearly as much anymore. You still going for Matt Painter and your boys? I still think, yeah, that, that Purdue is going to win the bracket, but I really like Gonzaga too. Like the same teams every year. The the Gonzaga and actually Duke have nice draws. More free agency still going on. Tim, you do not like the Juju signing? No, it's a waste of money. They lost a better receiver in Jacoby Myers and gained a worse receiver. In my opinion. Juju already had the opportunity to be the guy on a team and he floundered. Then he went to Kansas City where he played fine as like the third or fourth option. And uh, now the Patriots are paying him 11 million bucks a year to do what? Be their best receiver? Like they're better off not spending the money than spending that much money on, on him. I think that that's the conclusion that I came to that. I guess, that, is there a cap minimum like in the NBA, Jeff, for the NFL? Yeah, there's a cap? floor What's that? for there's, sure. There's a floor. There's a floor. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They just got rid of John. So they traded his terrible contract away. I guess they just got to spend money on anyone at this point. Yeah, the receiver market is is weird. I don't. Is there that big of a difference between Myers and Juju, though? I think. I. I mean, I don't know if Myers is necessarily better, but at least he knows the system that they're currently running. And Juju kind of seems washed. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't know what the Patriots are. Do- I mean, I mean, I guess if you're the Patriots, you look at the division. And it was already hard with two playoff teams. Now the Jets have added Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, okay, we're done. So let's bottom out and, you know, maybe go after, uh, you know, obviously the Patriots have a real shot at, at number one pick next year. If they play their cards right in the AFC with a lot of hard games, bring in that stud from USC and try to rebuild. There's two quarterbacks who might be better than any quarterback in this year's draft. I agree. Oh, I agree. I think next year is the year to be the one, number one or number two team in the draft. And the Patriots have a bad enough team or, and are in a strong enough division and conference where, they could easily go this year three and fourteen and have the number one pick. I, I find it difficult to believe that a Bill Belichick team would be three and fourteen. Like even if they're who, shitty, they'll be like six and eleven. Who would the favorite to be like right now? Who's the who do you think is the favorite to be the worst team next year? Tennessee. Arizona. Arizona. Arizona's gonna take... Yeah, keep an eye maybe in Tennessee. No, mm-hmm. no. Vrabel, no, the way you speak about Belichick, he's not Belichick, but there's no way. Vrabel is the worst team. Yeah, but I I think that Vrabel will be more committed to being like, okay, my job is safe. Let's be the worst team. Let's get ourselves a quarterback. Like I can see them playing, trading Derrick Henry, playing Malik Willis, and just going YOLO. Like the Colts could also be terrible again. That's mm-hmm. possible in that division. The Texans could also be terrible again in that division. And then the Cardinals or the other team. But like, what, what do you do if you're the Cardinals and you get the number one pick? You would take a court. Oh, yeah. yeah you would take quarterback. Yeah, like In that you, draft. You take the quarterback, yeah. but you still owe Kyler like two hundred million dollars. Someone would trade for Kyler Murray, and he'd have to restructure the deal. They'd restructure the deal so he got paid in some way. But you know, all the people there now aren't tied to Kyler. They weren't a part of the people that brought Kyler in. So yeah, but they are tied less... to Kyler because they owe him all this guaranteed money. Sure, but like they weren't the ones that drafted him. They weren't the ones that signed him to that contract. So like they would not feel as obligated. To keep things going, um, yeah, but that, you could trade. But, or, but, or, all I'm saying is that's a very difficult that contract for, to get out of. You could trade that pick for more yeah. than like two times what the Bears got. 
for the first overall pick. Oh, I would, I agree with that. And then, then great. Like then that's not, that might even be better if you get like four firsts or three firsts and three seconds and an impact player, like, you know, you, you could really cash that in because Williams from USC is going to be really special. Cause he can, yeah. The other one is may from, from North Carolina. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, it's hard for me to predict any team in the NFC because, you know, it's such a, we all thought Seattle was going to be that last year. And uh, Seattle made the playoffs. So yeah. the NFC is so bad that any, you can't just tank, about any team. It's almost impossible. I shouldn't say that. It's in the really AFC, hard. It's funny. The three teams that are best positioned to tank are all in the worst division, uh, which is honestly why I think the Patriots are in that kind of a spot. Well, um, to we... Pat's point, though, that, that, like, if Rabel actually, you know, he knows that he's comfortable, he could actually tank properly, unlike Flores, who forbid to because he's a rookie head coach or something. I'm not tanking. And, you know. Oh, I don't know. Love- Flores is in the safest position imaginable. They're never going to th- fire three coaches in one year back to back to back. No, I mean, uh, like the tanking. Like, tanking doesn't seem. I don't want to say it doesn't exist, but you need the Vrabel situation. You need a coach that feels like he's going to be there the next decade. Plus, the Texans are going to take uh, who, a quarterback with the second pick. Yeah, you're probably right on that I, as I, I well. Think, I think we're talking, you're talking about Flores as a part of Miami, not tanking, knowing that he wouldn't keep his job. He didn't keep his job anyway. D'Amico Ryan. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about the concept of tanking. Like it, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Every time you think it's happening, it gets blown out. Well, yeah, the only situation that could guys. allow for it is if like a guy like Vrabel's like, no, I'm actually going to set my like a guy who has tenure, who's proven it, who knows he's still going to be there for a long time that actually sees the like. Um, so, so I say I, I think it's a little bit different. The reason why the Belichick situation and the Vrabel situation is different is Belichick is his own GM. So he's not going to tank the team that way. The way that you tank in the NFL is the GM is the one who needs to tank because the coaches are never going to do it. You need to get rid of your good players and then they can't play the good players anymore because the good players. But you are have there, to have a coach who's bought in because Lovey Smith look what like just that last day, right? Sure, but they didn't have good players. <laughs> like they, they put up the crappiest team possible and they won a game. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing you can do about that at some point because the coaches aren't going to like if you start trying to tank, like unlike basketball or hell even baseball at some points or whatever sport that it might be like you can genuinely get have a career ending injury in football and that's it if you're not playing full speed yeah that's right and there's also you know 22 guys playing each game uh whereas in basketball there's five guys on the field at one, on the court or you know baseball nine or one so yeah and the careers tend to be a bit longer in those other sports than football definitely Definitely. And the team movement isn't nearly as frequent as in the NFL. And that's a numbers game too. So other signings that I liked Rashad Penny to Philadelphia. I think it's a really good spot for him. It's better than re-signing Miles Sanders. I agree. I don't hate that at all. It was really cheap too. Yeah. He fits in perfectly with, they, they want to run three running backs. He always gets hurt, but he's going to have like three or four games where he's fucking awesome. Cause that's what he does. Just hopefully it's at the end of the year for them. What were some of the other ones? Marcus Davenport went to the Vikings. Hmm. I I think, I mean, that hurts the Saints, D. That's great for Minnesota's D. And they they have Flores now, right? He's their D coordinator. Minnesota, yes. yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, it's funny, because all the talk I've seen 
is Detroit's going to be great. They're 25 to one to win the Super Bowl. Chicago, oh, they have fields and they just got DJ Moore. Now they have all these picks. Like Minnesota should be better than both those teams by a pretty significant amount if their defense improves at all. I'm pro Minnesota. I know the um, they signed Brian Murphy from Arizona. He's probably going to be their number one corner. Um, is they, is, didn't they sign the the D tackle from the Jets today, or that was someone else? Yes, someone. Yeah, somebody signed Rankins today. I believe that was Houston. Oh Could yeah, you're right. He's you're a nice right. player too. Uh, Vikings lost Kendricks. That was kind of expected, and, and they lost Patrick Peterson to the Steelers. But whatever. And again, he there's talk that Cook could be had because who wants to pay running back ten the franchise tag for run the best thing that can happen to a running back now appears to get franchise tagged. It also one makes year the most t- sense for the team at this point too. Like the the Barkley for ten million for one year, that's great. I'll take Barkley one year ten million. What I don't want to do is take him five years seventy million with forty five million guaranteed. <laughs> What else did we get here? Quarterback sign. You got Dalton to the Panthers. I don't understand that. He's not good. <laughs> I, I don't understand that. I don't understand Jameis coming back to the Saints. I, I'm flabbergasted by that. I just Why don't you understand the... Dalton? He's just going to back up a rookie or be a good mentor for a rookie. Because he's completely washed. He's not the veteran that I would be interested in. I've seen him now in three different spots since he left the Bengals and be just awful in all of them. At some point, you just yeah. got to go with somebody else. If the Bears do fall on their face, or I shouldn't say the Bears, if Fields ends up not being good, you know, and they use year, I guess next year will be year three, um, they'll have the picks to make a move maybe to go back up in the draft. Oh, well, I think, yeah, there won't be any waiting on Fields. He has to be good this year and show real improvement this year with the uh, guys that they have brought in, or they will move on. I think it is pretty clear this is a one-year dress rehearsal for i don't hate dalton to carolina like carolina is not going to be good either way at least have a guy who's essentially we see this with a bunch of younger teams sign this type of player who is yeah he's like he's a player coach and if he has to go in like whatever you suck anyway and if not he can help the young quarterback improve i don't know i just that doesn't seem like a i mean frank wright didn't coach him he just I don't know. I just feel like Andy Dalton is washed, washed, and I wouldn't be giving him a two-year contract with guaranteed money like that. I mean, a That's lot of it was incentive-based. He has to play so much, which he they wouldn't expect him to do. I just, you know, if I'm a Panthers fan, the idea that Andy Dalton will probably be starting for me opening day isn't giving me incentive to go out and buy season tickets. I don't think he's starting opening day. The number one pick doesn't sit anymore. Like, they just don't. They just don't it doesn't happen maybe like the sixth overall could sit because there's a situation like in oakland or or vegas sorry in that sort of situation but one overall i can't even remember the last one that sat um doesn't just does not happen anymore and your boy tim i mean jim caldwell he's gonna have a pretty influential role in deciding who that pick will be between him and and frank reich and and the owner there and obviously the gm yeah, that was a great signing to bring in Jim Caldwell as the assistant head coach there. That was really smart. Heineke went to Atlanta, which I don't understand whatsoever. Why? Like, they're going to draft a quarterback, aren't they? Can't. Maybe. 
Like, what, what's their pick? They pick what, seventh, eighth, seven? Yeah, seven. I think. So, like, is this like a hedge in case a quarterback isn't there? Because they already have Desmond Ritter, who you would assume is starting or backing up whoever the seventh pick is. And maybe Ritter is going to be the guy. I mean, they did draft him. They had him last year. Maybe they plan to start Ritter. Uh, okay. And they did just pick possible up- that after the draft, they would show interest in Lamar. Like they don't want to give up seventh overall, but once the, the draft is the pick is executed or after draft day, then it's next year's picks that go on the clock. Well, I see can, what you're saying. From, from what I understand with this Baltimore thing is that it's not, like, that's only if you offer them a contract underneath this tag that you owe the two first round picks, you can work out a deal with Baltimore that did like, if you don't sign the offer, correct, you can still trade for Lamar. So Interesting. Yeah. Uh, is Sam Darnold the starter for the 49ers? I think Hard to say. Be. I don't think he is. I really think you've got to start Trey Lance. Is is Lance for sure ready for week one? Yeah, I believe he is. Okay, then Lance is going to start. But so this means that Purdy isn't. Um, my favorite NFL future right now, Pat, and I haven't made it. Darnold, maybe MVP. I should. No, uh, I do like Sam Darnold, and I would enjoy seeing him succeed there. It's on DraftKings. It's thirty to one for Kyle Shanahan to win Coach of the Year. If he does it again, like he's already earned the credit of it. Everyone talks about how great he is. If Trey Lance comes in there and plays well, Lance won't even get the credit. Just all go to Shanahan. Um, Yeah. That's my favorite NFL future. Yeah. I'm trying to look at it. Like if in the market right now, Campbell, Salah and Peyton and Iberflus and are the four favorites. Like, Frank Reich is 14 to one. Frank Reich is actually the one that makes the most sense. Like th- there's a clear path to this award. And I think that, I guess if Denver was really good, I was gonna, hard, you just took the words out of my mouth. If Sean Payton takes the Broncos yeah, to 10 and sure. seven and they win the wild card. Russ, Russ yeah. goes back to all star. Sure, do, then... do we think that's possible? Like, not possible. Do we think that's probably, do we think that's 12 to one probable? Is there a 8% chance of it happening? Yeah, I actually think that's probably right. But even Salah being ahead on the list, if the Jets are great, we're going to give Aaron Rodgers yeah. 88% of this credit. Like they yeah, can't, like they were good, no, they were yeah, good enough no last team. year that there's no improvement that doesn't get attributed to Rodgers. No, exactly. Salah as a defensive coach, there's no way he's getting the credit. Uh, I don't see it. And then it'll be a new defensive coordinator in San Fran because that the DC left for Houston. So if the defense is great, Kyle Shanahan will get credit for again, just his culture. He calls up a new DC. The status quo continues. The status quo continuing in San Fran wins Kyle Shanahan that award. In my opinion, I I would be looking for one of the shitty teams that you think could be good. Almost like what Doug Peterson did last year, or I mean, obviously what Dayball did last year, but a newer coach, taking over a crappy team that there's just room for improvement. Like one of the Colts Titans and Texans are probably going to have like seven, eight wins. Right. Yeah. Yeah, No, I get that angle. Yeah. You got to play into that angle. Obviously. Who did the Colts end up having as their coach? Is that Shane? Steichen? It's the Shane Steichen. Steichen, Wasn't that guy like the QB coach for the chargers like three years ago? 
more. He was there under Frank Reich, and then he was in Indy under Frank Reich. Um, so you're not totally off on your timeline, but yeah, he was used to be at the Chargers. Okay, comeback player of the year. <laughs> I, I Demar Hamlin at plus one fifty feels like free money. As long as he touches the field and plays it down, he will win comeback player of the year. It's like how Alex Smith was like a minus thirty thousand to win that award the year he came back. Uh, the same can be said about uh, yeah, like DeMar. who are the star running backs or quarterbacks that got season-ending injuries last. Well, just year. ask yourself who could Denver? possibly cast a ballot the other way. Well, How Trey Lance. If Trey, play... if Trey Lance is like an MVP candidate, yeah, and he can't win MVP because Kyle Shannon would get all the credit. So I still, I get what you're saying. I still think there's nobody who wouldn't vote for Demar if he plays one snap. Sorry. So it's a bet. Yeah, against I whether... don't disagree. What What are his odds? Plus one fifty. Ah, <laughs> yeah, they know, but there's a chance he doesn't play, right? That's essentially what you're betting. You are betting does he play a snap of football this year? Uh, I have. I my, mean, they have Kelvin Ridley listed at fifteen to one. I have my doubts. Yeah, he came back from a gambling suspension. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, Cooper Cup. Trying to think because the last few years you have been able to call it like the Alex Smith thing, and then a couple years ago wasn't it just Burrow versus Dak? Like you knew in all years, like Burrow versus Dak. Yeah, but now um, that they've introduced this, you can be shitty and come back. Like, why is Russell Wilson not on the table if he has a good year? Okay, it's just that is uh, optioned criteria. That seems to be the criteria that's worth the, the least. The shitty into good seems to be the, the criteria that is worth the least. But didn't Gino um, win based on that exact yeah. criteria? Yeah. Like Gino is more like from bench to starter more than like, from, cause he was good when he played. He's better than Russ. When there's like three starts in Seattle a year ago. You see Baker went to the bucks one year. I mean, there's that probably not a lot of better opportunities. That could be the first overall pick team, by the way. No, I don't know. That's a bad division. Yeah. And they right. still do have some talent. They brought David back who I thought was a nice, uh, you know, it'll be hard to bottom them. out in that. Yeah, like, you're he, right. Because I even a um a Bears fan was complaining to me that they the pick they'll get next year from Carolina will be so good, except for the fact that division is so bad they will probably weasel out games and their defense is still pretty freaking good in Carolina. I mean, Carolina could be pretty good this year based on the competition that they're playing. But I mean, Baker just needs to drop back and check it up to Evans or Godwin. They're healthy now. I don't think both are on the team next year. Well, I think Godwin restructured his contract. Like the, 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 Okay, so if Evans and Godwin are both available in a trade, Hopkins is available in a trade. Apparently, Jerry Judy is available in a trade. Like, these guys aren't all moving. No. Well, I'd be surprised if, only, if even one moved. Maybe one yeah. will move. Sean Payton is preparing. They're going to run for nine yards of freaking carry against us. Russell go three for three for six it'll be like playing army it'll be like playing. i, I don't army. think it's gonna be that outrageous because we versus did, the chargers we, we don't we, stop them run we did see russ like towards the end of the year like his deep ball came back a bit so maybe that's that's the move run 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 run, run bomb i mean they do have the fifth best odds to win the afc i mean people that's do true. seem to see something in them T- tied for fifth uh hayden her signed with the panthers too so I don't know what. Yeah, the Panthers are doing something interesting, but you know, if they blow that pick, then it kind of doesn't matter. It's true. And uh, Deontay Hardy, Jeff, is the guy that you were thinking of who signed with Buffalo. 
that's exactly what the Chargers need. And I need a speed receiver so then I can draft my tight end. It was a good move by the Bills. They they resurrected the corpse of John Brown for the playoffs last year to fill that role. No, but that exactly. And the Chargers have the same need. You have this great quarterback who's got this big arm, but there's no one on the roster that the other teams needed to, you know, play play over the top on. Well, they have Guyton coming back. I forgot about him. He's fast. Guyton was good. Guyton was their second best receiver for most of the last year. See what happens when you stop caring. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And I guess, is there any team in free agency that surprised you so far? Because I think the Giants have done a really good job. Yeah, the Titans letting David Long walk for two years and 11 million. How bad must their cap or situation be that... What a great signing for for Miami. Uh, listen, I'm no like film junkie, but you talk to anyone who really likes the Titans. David Long played him like his ability to impact whether that team won or lost when he was available to play was very dramatic. Very dramatic. Uh, I'm shocked they let him walk for that cheap. See, I'm I, also going to say that I'm really surprised that the jets despite their idiocy managed to land the biggest whale imaginable they were up against no one and not initially and even roger said as much today there were other people in that fight who the the raiders for example the raiders saw themselves to the door though we don't know that everyone else in the fight exited the room themselves i don't know that that's true no, it's true. I think the Jets made a very, when Woody went out there for 11 hours and never went out there, they sold Rogers on the Jets. Rogers' response to a video that came out from his charity flag football thing on the weekend to Brandon Marshall asking him about that was like, you know, it's always interesting meeting important people in the league. Like, Wait, what a weird response. He doesn't oh. care for Woody. He doesn't care for Woody. Trust I don't me. think that that's true. He's the heir to Big Pharma. Yeah, you're right about that. But like, he's also never played for an owner before. So I think there's like a, an interest in being in a different dynamic on a team. And like, it's the Jets. They're morons that they managed that is true. to land that the biggest team. That almost if the Packers had an owner... It's like he has that Robert Kraft relationship with the quarterback. They, they, the the um, things don't get. The quarterback doesn't feel nearly as alienated when there's the human paying him. Absolutely right. You are right, for and sure. I, like I said, the Jets are morons, and they managed to to bring <laughs> on board the biggest whale possible in free agency. But as Jeff said, it's, it was almost by default. This could be like Madonna and her boyfriends, man. Like, I think it's going to work for you. I do. I'm pro you. I'm pro Jets. I'm pro the show. I'm here for all of it. I'm pro a good situation that may be able to knock the Chiefs off their mantle. All of it. I'm pro. Gang Green on the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. So, you see, just take a team like what Vegas has been doing. Like, it's all just a bunch of nothing what Vegas has been doing. Like, they haven't improved really at all. They've been exactly the same. Whereas the Giants are playing the old school Patriots moves. Like they're just not signing anyone. They traded for Waller, which I think is great. I agreed. To actually go get a real receiver for not all that much. Essentially, based on what they gave up, they they traded Tony to the Chiefs. Then they traded that pick for Darren Waller. I think that's a pretty good trade. 
for them because Tony just wasn't going to work. That's out. true. But you said here a week and a half ago that you despise their signing of Daniel Jones. I, I don't like it. I, I think it's not a great move. Doesn't that vitiate all their other moves? If they get that position of all positions wrong for that much money, doesn't it all like kind of not matter otherwise? I mean, yes, it will eventually not matter, but I like what they're doing here. Like they were almost forced into doing that. I wouldn't have budged on that, but I'm also not the GM of the giants. I, I guess they've looked around. I, I would have preferred the Jimmy G deal instead of having Daniel Jones, honestly, to be able to get out yeah. of that. But if they think that Daniel Jones is like an upward rising star, then they got him on a really good deal. Like there's still the upside with him. I just sure. don't think it's there. I think we probably just saw his best season, but what they're doing now is just waiting out day one, waiting out day two. And they're just going to pick off all these guys for no money because I, I think although they've re-signed Jones and franchise Barkley, I do think they're somewhat realistic on what their chances actually are. Like, I think they're just playing to make the playoffs. I don't think they're playing to make a deep run here. Okay, so you bring up a lot of good points there, and I saw a great contrast brought up just because it is Dable and Joe Joe Schoen or Shane from Buffalo. And when Buffalo did what the Giants did in McDermott's first year, where they overachieved and they made the playoffs with, like, Tyrod Taylor and even tried to give Nathan Peterman a start, what did they do from that? They said, no, 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 no. We overachieved, and we know that. And they blew a lot of things up there and they traded up for Josh Allen. And it seems like the Giants just overachieved. Then they overpay the quarterback. They pay a running back. They, I, I like the trade. A hundredth overall pick for Waller. It's a good trade. But to trade a top hundred pick for an injury prone tight end, very different build, but obviously very different timing and, and situation than um, I guess they experienced in Buffalo. But they're going to end up like, I mean, Slayton's going to walk. They're going to bring back Hodgins, who was fucking fantastic in the playoffs for them. Great connection with Daniel Jones, former Buffalo guy. That's where they found him at. Like Chark, Hardman, like those sorts of guys are going to end up on the Giants for no money. And they're fine. Like they're decent players. It's so much better than what they used to do and be like, hey, Kenny Galladay, here's $40 million a year. No, I agree. These sign to sign like 12 guys have that depth off season, I think can pay huge dividends in the two uh, splashy signings that that doesn't work. And Buffalo was good at that, too, uh, at least as they started their program hitting a new level was off and off season where it was like depth focused, more like eight new nine new bodies instead of like three splashes. Yeah. Teams that didn't really get any better. You talk about the Raiders, like the Dolphins are the teams that like, just didn't the, the do Dolphins enough to make their better. teams better. The Dolphins yeah. clearly got better. They got not rid of the Byron way that Jones like we'll... replaced him with uh, with Jalen Ramsey. Like no, no matter got... what you think of Ramsey, Jones Jones was dust. And they got great value with that Hill at linebacker. They're they're no, better. You no, can no, even no. laugh at Fangio. That's an improvement for their defense. That's just money from the owner making a commitment. And they just um, signed that... uh, Deshaun Elliott from Detroit too at safety. I uh, Yeah, I mean, again, I think Aaron Rodgers is a bigger addition than anything I said about Miami. But to say they didn't get better... Eh, I feel like they're exactly where they were before. No, the Patriots didn't get better. The Dolphins got got worse. Patriots got worse. The Dolphins got better. They they onboarded Jalen Ramsey, man. Again, that would have been great in 2020 and 2019. It's a little less exciting to me in 2023. You're also not asking him to be your number one corner either. Well, he's not capable of it. Well, uh, then now he's not put into that position. Now he's the number two. 
great. You know, I think he's a, again, he's fine, but he's just marginally better. Like he's this not going to win him any games. So this is only to help you understand how effective Ramsey can be. And I'm not putting any any air in Staley's tires. Staley came from Fangio, uh, worked with Fangio in Chicago and followed him to Denver. Then um, Staley got wooed by McVeigh and he deployed. He uses the Fangio esque system and he deployed. Jalen Ramsey perfectly perfect in that system. So now Fangio is going to be able to do exactly what um, Staley did with, with Jalen and which led him to play some of the best football we've seen at that position in years. It reminds me sort of like late stage Revis. Like that's what you're hoping for. I don't know if it's going to happen late stage Revis late stage uh Tlaib when he went back to Denver or when he was with the Patriots. Richard Sherman on the 49ers. Was Sherman good on the 49? He was good on the 49. Okay. For that that first year, he was okay. <laughs> like when they went to the Super Bowl, he was okay. And then he got hurt. Yeah. Like, and I think he'll be okay, but like. Even, even Gilmore. Know. He was great last year for the Colts. I like the Dallas Gilmore getting, signing for Dallas. Like, I, I like Dallas Gilmore. getting him for think a fifth that Gilmore is good. going to Dallas is a better signing than getting Ramsey. I think that they didn't have to give up a third round pick, a day two pick for Gilmore. They just have to spend money on them. I'd Gilmore's a lot than, old. It's I think they're different. Like they're different. I'd stadium. rather spend the money than a than a third round pick. To be honest with you. All right. You say it seems like you went from being very high on Miami to be very low on Miami. I think Miami last year had lots of potential. I think they they missed their window. What? They were eight and three. They had everything in front of them. And their quarterback got hurt. And then everything, then they couldn't replace them. But when them, you say window, their window, how could you say their window's one year? Sometimes the Jets are probably only going to have one year, maybe two at the most. Well, that's a, because you brought in, you, you have a 40-year-old quarterback. <laughs> yeah, like, although given how well he takes care of himself and the medicine that he takes and, are you, you know, the way that, he looks is after that, it. Is that, I mean, is that the sort of clean living you're going to get into now? People would love if I took a darkness retreat. You know, you need to try ayahuasca now. That's what we got to film. I don't know what that is, and it may not be legal. Look it up. Aaron Rodgers takes it. Why don't you? Aaron Rodgers it? did it. Rodgers can do whatever he wants. I'm not here to judge Aaron Rodgers. I'm here to say you didn't get a very good shake from the Packers the last couple of years, but you come here. We'll treat you right. I mean, Aaron Rodgers never really got a very good shake from you over the past few years, by the way. True. I True. backtracked long before this. Did you? Mm, mm, wishy-washy. I mean, you, you know, doubted I'm, you doubted his ability for one thing as recently as when we listed our top ten quarterbacks last year. You literally in the middle of an MVP season, in the last two years, said you'd rather have Kirk Cousins. It doesn't take a you. You're not allowed to come back from that with one. Oh, I was wrong. It was about Kirk Cousins in the middle of an MVP season of Rodgers. I think it was before that season began, but no, it, it was, was in the it middle was of the two season. Years. It was the first so. COVID MVP. Yeah, but it was at the start of that season. I only no, was... we were on the M. No, it wasn't. It was no. mid-season it... because you turned on him so hard when the COVID stuff started going down, and then you just you called him a diva. Now his head wasn't in the game, and now he can just do and say whatever he wants, huh? Oh, look, you know, I'm sure there's lots of people who will push lots of propaganda and lots of ways to try to draw the wedge between Aaron Rodgers and Jets and Jets fans. But what really matters is that Aaron is going to be appreciated here. And uh, if he wins a Super Bowl, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
He was going to be a first ballot. The promise that was made. The promise that was made to Derek Carr will be made good with Aaron Rodgers. If that happens, no, he's already a. Listen, I agree. He has nothing. He has actually little to lose and so much to gain by going to New York. Like he's already a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's really no debating that. And if he wins in New York, like what that will do for his legacy would. It's almost untaught. Like there's no rival to that in sport unless you're like bringing back a. You know, letting the Cubs or Red Sox win for the first time in 100 years or whoever would bring the Leafs or something, a Stanley Cup or the next Habs one. Like, that's the only comps in sport to, to Rogers bringing one to New York. I, I know you said that it was imperative for Miami to sign a really good backup, and they signed Mike White, who you think is really good. I like that signing. I like that signing. But doesn't the same thing apply for the Jets? Like, would they miss their window if Rogers gets hurt? Um. I would have liked them to kept Mike White. I honestly think that that they don't have any money left. But I love this for Zach Wilson too. As someone I think that's they, a closeted people fan have of- long said that Rogers likes Wilson. He's not a threat, so Wilson like Rogers won't be intimidated by Wilson being. You know, there won't be any clamors from the New York press or from the the guy in Section Four A screaming for Zach to get a chance if Rogers throw a pick in Week One. So there's no intimidation factor. Uh, and apparently Rogers likes Zach. Worst case scenario, they he helps develop them a little bit, and in two years' time, you know, we pick up the fifth year option, and Zach plays on that as a one year deal. Like maybe that'll work, maybe it won't. I don't know. I think that's Joe Dunn. Like I think that's the perfect vision at this moment. But the only way that you could reasonably salvage Zach Wilson's career in Gotham City. And for whatever reason, you are so lucky that it is so weird. But Rogers actually does like Zach Wilson. Yeah, I didn't he even like know Rogers like anybody or was endeared to anyone, especially of that age and a quarterback. But apparently, there's some connection, some sideways connection that they've actually have a real relationship. So good for Zach. How fast is Joe Douglas fired if this goes wrong? No, this is what it, no when the owner wants it more. Probably yeah, or the, as much. The owner's not going to quit the team. But you are right. If this doesn't work, Sal is fired, and Joe's built a great roster there. But you man. draft the offensive and defensive rookies of the year in one season, that buys you a little extra grace. Yeah, he might be able to fire another coach. He's yeah. honestly built such a quality roster. That... Would be is on the hot seat uh, in terms of he better produce this year or after year three he's gone. But I don't think Douglas is on the hot seat. I agree, especially because this if Rogers like ownership wants this more, if not this as much it, right? as, as everybody is on board with this. Woody himself went, you know, spent 11 hours in San Francisco to try to woo him. So, yeah, I'm actually... disgusted that 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 that, um, you know, staunch right winger Woody having to go to San Francisco. Oh, well, I don't know. There's a lot of people who are libertarians in Silicon Valley and in San Francisco area. It's not like San Francisco is anti big business. That's true. I'll be in San Francisco in a month's time, so that's going to be fun. I once visited there, and it was very lovely. You went uh, to the they, airport. Yeah, they have these things that are French fries with parmesan and garlic on them at one of the restaurants there. Chili they fries. They are so Ruffle fries. They have parmesan cheese and garlic on the French fries there in San Francisco. They are so good. I went to, it's not exclusive I went to, to San Francisco, and man. that was on the menu at a restaurant here, Tim. Well, I've never had them anywhere but in San Francisco. So you think Can I tell you- San Francisco, quality city, you like the fries at the airport? Yes, I did. And I was there when they were hosting the Super Bowl. 
and there was all kinds of NFL memorabilia at the at the airport. And I spent like two hours looking at all the memorabilia. I feel like you walking around San Francisco would scare you. Oh, I don't know. I've always wanted to go to Knob Hill and walk down, uh, you know, to go see Alcatraz and get on one of those trolleys. And uh, what's the name of that street? I know the name of that street. Uh, the one that's the zigzag street. Uh, that's what it's called, the zigzag street. You no, know. it's got a name and I know the name of it. Uh, anyway. I want to go visit the full house house. I would like to walk by that. I'd like to go by the place where they invented rice aroni. I'd like to go... <laughs> You know, just like I'd like to check that whole place out. That I'm sure there's supposed to be fantastic food in San Francisco. Uh, you know, I people say that Pac Bell Park is the nicest ballpark in Major League Baseball. I'd love to see that. Like, anyway, there's lots of things in San Francisco that I would really enjoy. It's a it's a place I'd love to visit. I am Pat. You're mentioning you're going out there in that time uh, post Masters. I think my wife and I are going to go to New Orleans for our 10 year wedding anniversary. But I can tell you, I had some like Cajun food or ordered it last night. Now, hold on before you. And I didn't sleep. I didn't. I don't know if I can go there anymore. I had the worst heartburn of my life. Now, when you say you had Cajun food, are you like our friend who thought that Cajun was Canadian Asian? So did you order (laughs) Canadian Asian food? No, no. Was... <laughs> He'll never live that down. No, and gets very upset when you subtly work it into a conversation in some way. It's awesome because it happened like 15 years ago now. Uh, are you going to be more beignet than man when you come back, Jeff? I'm not sure what that means. Those are those powdered donuts that New Orleans is so. Oh for. yeah, no Ben. It's not called Ben Gay. It's no, it's a, a ben, ben. It's a beignet. Yeah, beignet. Yeah, 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 for sure. My wife, we had to eat those in Disneyland in some like New Orleans little jaunt. There. Yeah, I don't think New Orleans is a city I would. I mean, I'm sure it's very pretty and there's lots of cool stuff there, but that's not really a city on my list of places to visit for whatever reason. Well, you hate to party. That's why. I don't like to party. Lombard. That's the name of that street. Lombard Street. Uh, yeah, I don't like to party. So, like, New Orleans really isn't for me. Uh, I like I like southern warm places. Like, I really liked Miami. I visited Miami Beach once. It was quite nice. I recommend it. I, I'd rather go back there before New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, he'd rather go to everyone Boca. Everyone knows that Tim's big into the amphetamine strip club and club scene. That's why he loves Miami. No, they have really good breakfasts in the morning at all the little out street, like on the street side cafes. True, he's not wrong. Like, like that's what I I'm like the most. Lie to you. Most cities have that, right? No, most cities do not have the number and quantity and, and setting. Uh, Miami was quite nice. I liked Miami. I liked, uh, you know, I liked Myrtle Beach when I was in the South. That was nice to visit. You went with me. We played golf. That was nice. I enjoyed that. No matter that. where you came. Again, no matter where you, we could, we could have went to Tulsa, played five rounds of golf. You're like, Tulsa's great. We played golf the whole time. Yeah, I, I liked Minneapolis. I liked St. Paul. You were in a convention uh, in center. St. Paul for three hours. It was nice. They you had great the chicken fingers. Arena. They had great chicken fingers. I liked Boston when I visited Boston that time. Easiest person to please in the world, honestly. There was this Chinese food place by the hotel in Boston, which was fantastic. It's like run-of-the-mill Chinese food. It was good. I thought it was really good. Again, you don't seem to dislike anything. Everything's an A-plus to you. No, that's not true. 
Except for the chicken Big Mac, which you only yeah, chicken six Big out Mac of wasn't. 10. Why Everybody would love to see plus... that like a fish Big Mac instead of the chicken Big Mac? Give me the filet fish times two on a Big Mac bun. Let's try that. That might actually be better. Did you know that uh, Tim broke his Lent promise to Jesus, Jeff, by going on Jets Reddit? What does that mean? Well, I wasn't going to go on the boards all Lent. I was going to give uh, the boards up for Lent. But I just couldn't. I gave myself the special dispensation because I just I, I needed to until this plane landed. I needed I just needed to see what other fans were saying and thinking and feeling. They were fired up for Alan Lazard, as am I. And, uh, you know, people were very anxious about this. new. And now that we essentially have what is a, a confirmation of a of a of a deal. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Now I can just relax. But I have the most important question. What is say like Bills and Dolphins Reddit saying about your They're so defensive. <laughs> Give us an example, please. Well, I haven't got one off the top of I'd have to go look one up. I haven't got it off the top of my well, head. Well, give us like, paraphrase for us. Yeah, like give us a general attitude on Bills and Dolphins Reddit. No, I mean, I really, and, and actually yesterday Reddit was down for quite a while. So I wasn't able to like get behind enemy lines last evening when I was just hanging out. Uh, let me see what Miami Dolphins is saying. It's, it's probably all obsessive stuff about their terrible team. Uh, I'm on I'm on Bill's Reddit right now, and the top stories that have been posted are Poyer expected to resign. Uh, oh, great. So the first one I see here on Dolphins Reddit is them posting that photo from Week 17 in 2008 where the Dolphins beat the Jets to get to the playoffs. Uh, it was Brett Favre with his hands on his head, and it just says, the sequel is upcoming. That's funny. Uh, nice to know that, you know. Uh, another person who has the Jets, uh, Colin, uh, uh, Colin Cowherd said the Jets have uh, a very favorable schedule and uh, said the Jets have an arguable top five roster and they just called him a clown. Like the Dolphins fans are obsessed with the Jets. All these tweets are about the Jets. Oh, the Dolphins will still have a better QB than the Jets, according to the Hard Rock Sportsbook. The Dolphins account, uh, Twitter or the Reddit board is obsessed with with the Jets. Obsessed. Go ahead. Be obsessed. I, I'm looking at, I, do, I do see that, that Favre photo. I see a mock draft. I see people being pumped that Miles Gaskin is back on a one-year deal. And the, they're calling Colin Coward a clown because they have the Dolphins missing the playoffs. They also have the Jets missing the playoffs. Colin Coward does, by the way. Yeah, but they're not upset about that. He says you the Jets a have a shocker on five. Dolphins Reddit that they're not upset about the Jets missing the play. They bring it up, and they're still like, it's an obsession. This has, but the the one that you're pointing to has nothing to do with the Jets. Yes, it does. What does it have to it do with the Jets? Directly mentions the Jets in the title. It says, "What a clown!" Arguably a top five roster in the NFL missing the playoffs. That's they're talking about the Dolphins, Tim, not the Jets. I think you're talking about the Jets. Why would a Miami fan call someone a clown for the Jets missing? I the don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is why you're a main more character. Stuff. More stuff Dude. here. Anyway, go ahead. Be obsessed. All you did was bring in a once upon a time great cornerback who's at the end of his career for a third round pick, and uh, a quarterback who's better than your starter. Uh, you know, backing you up. And uh, yeah, go ahead and enjoy. You know, once again watching the few bits of talent that you have not not uh, not thrive because uh, you, know, you don't have a very good head coach and don't have a very good team. I think we might need to bet on the Dolphins this year, Jeff. Maybe. Just he, he's cursing Tua into being very healthy. 
<laughs> I hope for his sake he is, by the well, way. Well, now not like, anymore. Now you're trying football to is, I, 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 and I said this last year. He had mush for brains. Listen oh, to you. I said, I said this last year that football was a lot less Yeah, fun. and what happened to poor Tua? You killed him. No, no. As soon as Tua got, wasn't in games, I said football was a lot less fun without him. I missed him. I mean, I don't like the, 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 the I don't like the Dolphins. I don't think, I think people overrate Tua constantly, but you know, the, the, the NFL was fun. But then again, that, that's, they didn't have Aaron Rodgers as a story yet. Now you've got the second best quarterback in football coming into your division and just taking over and just saying, this is my division now for a year. This is mine. I own this. And uh, let's see how great, how the great Jalen Ramsey, who I believe went up against Rodgers in the playoffs and got ripped apart in the Rams Packers playoff game. Let's see how great Jalen Ramsey does against him. Jeff. Second best quarterback mm. in football, Aaron Rodgers. Yay or nay? No, but I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. But no, no short answer. No. Top five. I mean, who else has won two MVPs in the last three years? I'll wait. Nope. If you can give me another quarterback, I'll, I'll listen. So you you would think so? Why is he behind Mahomes? Mahomes has just won the MVP, just won the Super Bowl, and has won two Super Bowls in the last four years. Okay, well, how many Super Mahomes Bowls deserves Rogers the title? Have? He's won a Super Bowl. And a Super Bowl MVP and four NFL MVPs. There's no active player in the league with more MVPs than him. Well, he won the Super Bowl 13 years ago. Okay, but he just won two straight MVPs. But he didn't just win two straight MVPs. Two of the last three years. Just won the MVP. But two of the last three years, he won the MVP. He's, he's again. I know that you don't think he's good, and this is a bad signing. And that the Jets are going to be bad. I don't recall ever saying any of those things. But it sounds like again, as a main character, you're you're rooting against you the Jets, here. and that's fine. You want to root against their success, you go ahead. Oh no, I'm rooting for their success. This is going to be amazing. Imagine a perfect season going into the a Super perfect Bowl. Perfect <laughs> season. Like it's on the table. That's the thing. I'm not predicting it, but it's I. I don't know where my mind will go right now. Well, it just went to a perfect season. It's on the table. <laughs> what happened to your boy Lamar, who was very clearly the second best quarterback in football until Rodgers went to the Jets? I love Lamar. I think wherever Lamar goes, he's going to do fantastically. Uh, I think teams like the Raiders and the Falcons and the Lions are nuts not to be making negotiations. If you end up giving him. a first for Rodgers, that would be, be pretty stupid, right? Because then you could just give up two ones for Lamar. A first for a one-year yeah, quarterback been, Why would you want Lamar? You have the second-best quarterback in football now. But for this year. Where would Rodgers like, be ranked if he wasn't on the Jets? That has no bearing on really? my... Really? That has no No, bearing. it doesn't. Why, why don't we go and listen to our quarterback ranking show with Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP from this time last year to see where you have him ranked? Well, you don't have that tape lined up. I do. Oh. <laughs> it's a... Well... Whatever I said, I no longer hold to that opinion. Oh, okay, but but now that I he's changed not coming my mind. off an MVP, he's better, is what you're saying. It's my you're like Lindsey Graham. Look, you know, you can live in the past and dwell on what I said, but I already say I don't that I don't agree with what I said in the past, or we can look forward to what actually will work. <laughs> Jets team is really good. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP. This team is going to lose very few games. This team is going to the Super Bowl. And as God is my witness, I need to be in Las Vegas for that Super Bowl. Well, folks. I need to be there. That was Tim Undercast. Tim Undercast.
that is not my name. And I can't wait for the schedule to come up. I want to. I can't wait to see where we're playing and when. Is I'm, it before or after the draft? Some years it's before. Some years it's after. It honestly varies. There's no set in stone. It can be anywhere from mid-April to mid-May. They've switched it around over the years. I hope it's not at the end of April or mid-April because I'm gone away. And so was Jay. And another year, I'm so, the reason I'm so excited about this is that this is our year to have the extra home game in AFC. So we get nine home games and we're playing at the Giants. So really we have 10 home games this year. And so like this is the perfect season to strike uh, while the iron is hot. And just like there's some like you have Garrett Wilson, who is going to one hopes become Devontae Adams 2.0. At least he has that opportunity with a genuine quarter. Look what he did without quarterback play last year. You have Brees Hall, who, yes, he was injured. But if he comes back, he can be Terrell Davis again. And you have, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who's won four MVPs, two in the last three years, who's playing actually Alan Lazard, who was who was played great last year out there as a receiver, uh, a top line defense, good pass rushers, the best cornerback in football. I mean, imagine having the best cornerback, one of the best receivers, second best quarterback, and not being a heavy favorite to win it all. He's uh, there's seven people ahead of him to win MVP. Six people. Sure. Sure. And I'm sure I wouldn't argue with any of those people. I'm sure they're all excellent players. Well, you think Josh Allen sucks? I don't think he sucks. I think he <laughs> regressed last year. And I think he's likely going to go back to more of what he was this year than in the one year where he played amazingly. He's played pretty amazing for like three years, and he had a eh, nose. Last year wasn't amazing. It was amazing until he got hurt and tore his UCL. He's going to get, well, against the Jets, he's going to get hurt because he has to run too much, uh, and he's not accurate. He's more accurate than he was when he came out of college, but he's not that accurate. He's good. The Bills would, you know, the Bills are better with him than without him, but like, you know, we got Rodgers now. Like, good luck. Bombs away. All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. NFL. 19 and oh. What? No more to go. Oh. 19 and oh. No more to go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Take flight, Jeffrey. Take flight. <laughs> I'm gonna wear gonna that crash. I'm gonna wear that victory hat out. No, you wouldn't. That, I mean that will clinch your most insane, by the way, if you wear that in public. No, no, but I'm going to wear it out from wearing it every single night on the show. Oh, where? Okay, I see what you're saying. We don't Sorry, do no, no, I don't mean wear it out night. in public every single week. I don't mean out in public, so I mean I'm going to like wear it out. Well, that was the show. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. How close did you come to predicting a 17-0 schedule? Very. <laughs> I'm very concerned when the schedule comes out I may do that because <laughs> I was looking at all their opponents and I just don't see a loss yeah there's not a game they're more than like a pick em, right? this is or it like right a... there's no game where like they'd be more than a three point underdog because they're in Buffalo or against the Chiefs like you just look at that schedule and you go win 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 I don't know win, if it was week win, one win. Buffalo at the Jets I'm pretty sure Buffalo would be favored Nah, I think it'd probably be Jets by one. What Jets do you think, Jets? Rodgers not going to be a dog at home in his first game, I don't think. Yeah, he would be. Versus Buffalo, he would be. I don't know. If even if, so. even if so, it would be a very short number. It would be a short number. Yeah, maybe. You're... Yeah, I wouldn't Very expect close. them to be seven-point favorites. They'd be like two-point favorites.
Buffalo was favored eh. in Kansas City last year. Yeah. Oh, they crushed Kansas City. That that was the right call. That Bills team was better than this Bills team, which hasn't gotten any better. Well, they'll get Von Miller back. They'll have a healthy Josh Allen. That that will help. Von Miller was great in 2015. Von Miller was great last year before he got hurt. He's just and now he's got now he's hurting a year older. Like I'm sorry, I'm supposed to pretend like all these AFC teams are so great, but like well, I, I look I don't at them. I understand and... how everyone can be written off as they're a year older, so they're no longer any good. But Aaron Rodgers is better than he's ever. Yeah, been. but you know he's changing changing teams like taking a couple of years off his life, getting out of that toxic environment in Green Bay, and getting to spread his wings in New York, and like. I look at all these teams in the AFC and they just have flaws we don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, 17 and 0. Here, here you go. I think it's, I'm not predicting it, at least not yet. But you predicted uh, what? I, what was your official prediction? 15 and 2? I haven't made an official prediction. I won't make one until the I see the schedule. It's really sad because you want to say 17 and 0. Just say 17 and 0. I mean, I, look, we'll see. No, no, we'll see what the schedule is. I don't want to sound like a crazy what person. Would, like what? Why? What would stop you from picking seventeen and zero? We could understand. be put in a bad like that. Bills game could be at Buffalo on a Thursday night after us playing at Sunday at five. Yeah, where the Bills like played on the you know had a week off or something. Like you just never know, right? Last year the league did us no favors with extra time off. We had to play teams on two separate occasions, so four teams overall coming off mini buys. Not including the time we had to play the Packers when they got extra time off from their London game, but we had to play at five o'clock. Like anyway, so we need. I'm hoping because the Jets are such a great story, the Park Avenue will want to rig things sort of in our favor, and that uh, I'll be very happy about that. So we'll see. I mean, I have long said I don't like making over under picks till I see schedule in front of me.